Welcome back to another edition of the Monty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talent Throw My Dealer. Wait, hold on, let's switch it up. I am the one and only Talent El Idolo Deportivo Taylor. It is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. We are coming at you live and direct from South Florida. Yes, folks, I am officially checking in from whatever scattered rain shower that we currently have right now. It is September 26th. It is 8.43 at night. Hold on one second. Had to clear my throat. Oh, have mercy with your boy. Oh, you know what? We almost forgot them. We almost forgot them. Let's get Twitter up in the business. Let's get, let's get Twitter up in the house, folks. And don't you guys forget that you can listen to the Mighty Sports Podcast basically everywhere. You can hear it and watch it on Twitter. You can watch it on Instagram. You can you can watch us live on Facebook. You can watch us live on you can watch us live on YouTube. You can you can rewatch us and and listen on YouTube as well. You can, you can watch us live on Twitch. Rewatch on Twitch. Wherever, Wherever you listen to your wherever you listen to your podcast at, right? Whether that's Amazon Music, that's Apple Podcast, um, that's that that's Google Podcast, that's Podbean, that's Spotify, it's TuneIn, it's Pandora, it don't matter. Wherever you listen to your podcast at, your boy is there. So so listen, if you're listening right now, take a time out, please. Do me a favor. I'm asking you, right? Nicely. Right? I'm coming down to the calm voice. Normally, normally, like this, this is the this is the this is the early morning voice. I'm giving you the late night voice. This is the calm voice. This is this is the this is the this is the this is the calm storm that you guys really don't even know about. Please go ahead and like, share, and more importantly, subscribe. Right, subscribe, please. And that way, more important, right? Reason why you subscribe is so that you can hear that little bing bong every time the show goes on. Or every time a new show goes up, more than anything else, if you're not if you're not on one of the live platforms, so get yourself over to one of the live platforms. Like I said, we we got YouTube, we got Twitch. Who else is live? Who else is live? Facebook Live. Also, we we on, we on them all. So you guys make sure that you come through and advertisers, advertisers. Let's let you guys know that this could be your product right here. Talking on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Folks, we got a big show coming up for you guys, folks. This is Volume 8, Episode 8, Track 462 of the My T Sports Podcast. Listen, we're going to get into Finns being up. We got, we got, we have Knicks Media Day. Can you believe that? I'm, not, I'm actually talking about Media Day already, folks. Of course, you know we're going to talk about Brittany Grind a little bit. We got, we, we, we cannot forget about her. We have a, we have an announcement about the Super Bowl performer, right? We got our birthday part. Actually, I lie. There is no birthday party today, folks. None at all. We're gonna get into the, we're gonna get into NBA Media Day. Period. Floyd Mayweather is still out here fighting. I don't know if you guys were aware of this, right? Please make sure you guys go out and vote. Go out and vote. Go out and vote. Also, 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 we got some Pro Bowl news for you guys as well, folks. We have all that and more on the 462nd episode of the My T Sports Podcast. But you know what we say here on the show, regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it doesn't matter if it's a hurricane going out outside. Come on, coach. 
You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Whew, man, oh man, oh man. We back at it like a sports fanatic. El Idolo. Mighty Sports. You guys ready? I know what you guys were like. Whoa, what happened to the birthday party? No birthdays today. I had a podcast yesterday on Sunday, so we covered everything from we covered everything from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But you know what? To give these guys a little recap, since they since we're a little bit out of order, that we can at least give you can at least give the birthday the birthday that happened yesterday, right? Was it yesterday? At least over over the weekend, right? Let's forget Friday. Let's handle the weekend like we normally handle the weekend, and that's really only so that I can also I can also give another birthday shout out to my little cousin, like Shamika Rose. Right? I want to say happy happy birthday to you, little cuz. Yo, pop pop the birthday people back up. Right? That's everybody that had a birthday over the weekend. Let's give them one quick birthday shout out. Right? Listen, yeah, let's give them one quick birthday shout out because it's, it's, it's just it's just a must. Oh, I feel like we can't start the podcast properly unless we start off with the birthday party because after the party, it's the hotel lobby, and after the lobby, then it's probably this, and you know, R. Kelly's no longer this. Hey, yo, she's taking the siesta in the jail, Esther. But you better guard your ancestor. <laughs> Give me that birthday song so I can stop making an ancestor of myself. There we go. I like that. You like? Ooh, I see food. Mm. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. All right, over the weekend, we had a couple of birthdays. That we had actually really just one special birthday. But I'm going to give everybody the I'm gonna give everybody the benefit of the doubt, right? Let's go ahead and give a shout-out to, to Tony Miller. Shout-out to, to, to Lauren Beck, right? I also had, but also more importantly, right? Over the, over the, oh, I thought he had something on this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Glare. I want to give like I said, a special birthday shout out again to my little cousin Shabika Rose. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you guys party hard because it was the weekend. Hope you enjoyed everything. Regret nothing. And more importantly, you get your weekend at Bernie's Zone and you continue to stay mighty. Alright. Cut it. Let's go into our first topic of the day, because I, I don't know if you guys may have may have heard in the beginning of the show, but we're coming at you live and direct from South Florida, and South Florida was going crazy. When we said we was talking about, they were going crazy last night. Le- yesterday was a big, big game. The whole entire city, all day, all night. Oh, oh, baby, oh, baby. Let's get into our first topic of the day. Bills Mafia may have showed up, but it was the Dolphins players that showed out. In another, in another, I want to say brilliant. In another gutsy. Let's let's call. I think that's the right word for it, right? In another gutsy game, and in another close game, for the Miami Dolphins, Tua got a tongue twister. And Tua's about to maybe start putting some respect on his name pretty soon, right? But Tua got a tongue twister. Pulled off another, 
not, not just a comeback victory, but another close victory, another last, another, another, another late victory, but also it's a comeback victory in a way that I don't think we were sure that Tua was go was was going to play was was going to play in this game, folks. But like I said, folks, before we get into the game, let's just talk about the fandom for a second. The fandom that was Bills Mafia, folks. And let, let you guys know that the phone lines are open. The phone lines are open. And, folks, to call into the show, listen, the link is in the bio. I got a little link tree link in there, right? You see that? You see that little sucker? You follow that link tree link. And that link tree link, you're going to see a little thing that says, call into the show here. Download the Podbean app, right? Click on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Bada bing, bada boom. And you, you get into the room, and now you're able to call into the show. I know you heard it in your head. <laughs> so if you want to call the show, call in because Dolphins fans, I want to hear from you. I was out and about. I met up with you guys. I saw you guys after. Like, I wasn't at the game, right? But I met up with a ton of fans. Like, I saw you guys after the game. You guys were lit. Like, couldn't even, like, we're talking about, uh, like, one eye open kind of lit. Like, hey, yo, like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I just caught a stroke kind of lit. Like, that's how their face was looking, like, because they were so lit. And also, they were hype. And I could, I, I could understand it. I could understand it. Could you could you imagine, right, when the season started, how many people had the, had the Dolphins at 3-0, had the Eagles at 3-0, maybe the Eagles, maybe, but also had the Giants undefeated so far. They're playing their third game right now against against their rival, the, the, the Dallas Cowboys, and you see Saquon just running forward, following behind his blockers, following behind his line. And you know what? You, you see it, right? You see it early as we talk a little bit about Monday night's game right now. We, we have Dallas versus the, versus the, the Dallas versus New York, the Cowboys versus the Giants. Right, and they're in MetLife Stadium. They're they're, they're in JetBlue Arena. That's what I like to call it, JetBlue Arena. Right, so they're in Jet, which I don't understand why JetBlue has not become the forever sponsor of. As long as they share a stadium, I don't know why JetBlue is not the official sponsor of that stadium. Like it makes no sense to me, but. Let, 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 let's 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 let, let, let's let's get let's let's forget about this, right? For half a second, you see Saquon running real well again, right? Another game where he's using his athleticism, he's using his his fast twitchiness, right? And he's running forward, and first making sure he always gets forward your um forward or gets positive yardage, but also more importantly. Not dancing so much that even going forward, he doesn't lose yardage. He's just, he's using it to fake out defenders more than anything. I was like, oh, I'm going there. Stutter, 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 stutter. Oh, I'm going. Mm. I'll button you on these hoes. So it's interesting to see if he could keep, if, he, if, if Donald, if Saquon Barkley, I just got a text message from Donald Trump Jr. Why? Because you should follow everybody. So you can always see what everybody says, whether you like them or not. I ain't gonna lie. Hold on one second. The camera got me got me feeling like 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 DMC over there. Nah. 
<laughs> Sorry, B. I know you. I know you just had. A, I know you just had a tragic injury. Like I hope. I hope. I hope everything works out for you, and and, and nothing continues to go wrong. But also, also part of the reason why your name pops up in my pops up in my mind, right? Because I'm gonna need you here on the podcast. Like I already called out the champ. I ain't heard back from him yet. I'm gonna have to hit him in his DMs. Like like like, like listen, it's, it's gonna be all professional. Damn, Daniel. Daniel Jones, man, I swear. Do I have the? Do we have the drop for him? Do we have the drop loaded up for for Daniel Jones today? We do, we do. Let, let's make sure we get that ready because at his first mistake, right? And I should have given this. I should have given this to him every time he was sacked so far, right? But we go. <laughs> we we go. We gonna give him the benefit of the doubt until he officially turns over the ball, and then. We'll get into him for every play after that. Listen, as long as he ain't turned over the ball anymore, who cares? The Giants just I'm just kicked the field goal. This game is now tied 3-3. I like I like what's happening here, but let, but let's but let's let's move forward, right? Let's let's continue to move forward, and and let's move forward directly into like, like let's get right let's get right back into the into these Dolphins game, right? Because they they were here, they were here, and they were here big time. Right, like they they were here and they were here big time. When I say big time, like they they showed up, like they showed up in a way that was unexpected. And what I was saying before I got a little distracted is that can you imagine? Right, nobody could imagine before the season started because you didn't hear one person say the Dolphins gonna be three and zero. Nobody imagined that the uh, maybe Philadelphia Eagles, but nobody thought that the, that the Giants was gonna be two and zero. Like some like some teams have really um, started off really hot, and some teams have started off in a slump. Again, this is that this is that turnaround that the NFL always has, right? Where you always hear them say there's about six teams or so on average, right? Or six new teams to make the playoffs, which means that there are six teams that made the playoffs last year that are going to fall short. Now, as interesting as it is to see what teams fall short. It's even more interesting to see which teams actually make it in there. You see the Giants making an early push, right? You see the Dolphins making an early push. Philadelphia Eagles, I don't I think everybody expected them to be there. You see the Jaguars making an early push. Early, early, early. We're still we're still in like the first quarter of, 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 of the of of the season. Is it still the first quarter of the season, the first four games? Since they added one more game, I mean, it's not really that. I mean, where, where we at now? 17 games, 18 games, so 17 games. Yeah, so I guess, you know what? Let, let's, let's wait until after five games. Right? And everything else we'll judge by fours. Is that how should we do it? Or maybe we don't count the last week. Nah, we're going to count about fours. And then the last week, we just won't count. We'll treat it like fantasy football. Like that week, we, we, we're not even going to play. Like, like you welcome you you happy Lewis? Are you happy? You happy? Like we got it, we got it down to we, we got that last week out of there. We put it up for a vote. It ain't it ain't it ain't my fault that 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 the knucklehead people that you were that that we're in the league with don't know how to. <laughs> I'm talking shit about all of you guys. They don't know how to they don't know how to cast a vote on a, on a fantasy. I, and I don't, actually actually I, I think I think some of them couldn't even see it. I'm talking shit. I, I'm talking I'm talking straight cash shit. 
But it's, it's okay, though. It's okay. That's what we do here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. That's why it's always a blast. I'll be blasting people for no reason. No reason at all. I keep telling you guys, all I do is speak in double entendres. Well, ooh. So, so the Cowboys just got a nice little kick return, but he almost fumbled that ball. I think they're real lucky these days, right, that the ruling has come out that the ground can't cause a fumble anymore, right? Because the way that we, a lot of fumbles that we see this today would have been called fumbles 10 years ago. So it's going to be even more impressive now to me, I guess. When, oh my God, he just broke one. Holy shift.com. Scott Pollard. Hope that's his name. First name is Scott. I wanted to draft him too. Did I draft him and he's on my bench? He was on, I think he was probably on my watch list. The pilot just broke. I don't know how long that was, but let's 46 yarder. <laughs> I saw the I saw the closed caption. Jesus. That was a hell of a hole. And he broke through there. And he was like, you know what? These first couple of strokes, I'm not even going to take. These first strokes, I'm not even going to take slowly. We're going to make this fast and hard. I don't know what's wrong with me. Why is everything a sexual in, sexual innuendo with me? Sexual, is this sexual innuendos and double entendres, triple entendres all over the place? Let's see how the Giants' goal line stances or red zone defense ends up there. Because if they can hold them to a field goal, after they just exploded for a 46-yard, damn near a 50-yard run, then that's motive. That should hope. That should hopefully be some motivation for the. <laughs> that should be some motivation for the defense. Uh, hopefully for the offense to try to come out and 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 and, and punch a and, and punch a touchdown in. And also for the defense to continue to, to stay strong, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about these Giants a little bit later, right? Because <laughs> because these early wins are, is doing a lot, right? Not not that the Giants, right? Giants, Jets, right? Eagles, Jaguars, like these early wins is is really doing a, is really doing a hell of a lot. Oh damn. That was definitely pass interference. They completely <laughs> missed one on that one. <laughs> that is, oh man. They completely missed a pass interference call on third and three. And we're talking about a pass interference that would have put them on the goal line, and then you know what would have happened then. He would have started eating eating that up like like like, like it was Pac-Man power pellets. This game yesterday, the Dolphins versus Bills game, that was my go hard or go home game of the week. Like, it, it really was. 
Like, for the simple fact that I saw, like, you hear the stories of how Bill's Mafia travels. We, we saw, we witnessed it down here. We're talking about, and I know you guys have seen it too. I'm listen, you listen. You guys saw the pictures, right, or the video. It still didn't do it any justice. It still didn't do it any justice. Let's get into that. Hit me one time. Go hard. So Go home. Dolphins versus Bills was our go hard or go home game of the week. It really was, right? For the simple fact that I, I was, what, because I did the podcast late, right? Before we did the podcast, I li- I literally got to see how Bills Mafia traveled down here. So it was a literal go hard or go home scenario. They they flooded they flooded Fort Lauderdale Beach. Flooded. We're talking about, I've never seen so many soggy animal crackers in my life. And this wasn't an easy game. Dolphins fans, like, they were nervous. Like, they, they, they were nervous. And they, and they, right, really so they should have been. First quarter, if I'm not mistaken, it was a, it was a bad... And I don't know if I'm, if I'm mistaken, the Jets game or the Dolphins game. But I, I feel like in, in the first quarter, there was a bad... It was a bad touchdown call. A touchdown no call. Where they decided to not call the touchdown, right? Instead of just reviewing it. And can I tell you... Can I tell you something? To me, that's just complete laziness, right? On the referee staff. If you think it's close... Call... Call it. Call it a touchdown, and then have the, well, I guess either way. You know what? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Well, actually, no. Call the touchdown so that you can review it. Because if you don't call it a touchdown, then you can't review it. But instead, they don't call it a touchdown. They force the offense to, like, yo, you want this touchdown, to go use a review. It's like they're purposefully, right, not doing their job. Or they were purposely told to not do their job properly. To add a layer of suspense, intrigue, and decision-making to the game. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reason. Right? Like, I don't know about Jews, but I wouldn't be surprised. That's weird. You guys start letting me know, right? Let me get these comments in here. If you you can't call it, let me know. Start start bringing these comments. Anywhere you're at, you can comment and I'll see it. Right, we'll even pop your comment up on the up on the, up on the screen if you want. Listen, all you gotta do is give me an orange and blue heart, right? You give me an orange and blue heart at the end or beginning of your comment, and that lets me know that you want your comment shared with the world, and I'll make sure that comment pops up on on air as well. As long as, as, long as it's appropriate, right? Can't be out here just just spewing all kinds of <laughs> talentisms. Like you know, there's only one talent. He's those to the show. Like you know, like I'm the one that I'm the one that gets that gets bestowed all these special privileges. I really, I, I don't understand. I don't understand this new, this new, this new trend. And I'm gonna continue to watch. <clears throat> I'm gonna continue to watch for, for weeks now to see if it's something that is a continued trend that 
they're purposefully not calling touchdowns. Now, they also could be doing it to speed up the game. Because if they don't have to review everything that looks like a touchdown, right, to slow it down, look at it, review, then they don't have to worry about the game being paused for too long. Which, again, see, it always comes full circle. It always comes full circle. Instagram people, you're gonna lose me because I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do something for Twitter, not Twitter. I'm gonna do something for the TikTok, right? Oh, I'm about to say, what the hell is is ringing? All right, let's do something for the. Uh, uh, really? They don't. They don't have. They don't have no 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 better timers than this. Uh, we're gonna see what we can do here, right? I need, yo, what happened to the. You can get the whole 180 seconds. They cut that out? Or have I been banned for some reason? Uh, have, have they been provoking some of my privileges? You know, I'm trying to get live. I'm trying to get live status on here. Oh, here it goes. Here it goes. Here it goes. There it goes. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Alrighty. So. Back with the Mighty Sports Podcast, and we're bringing TikTok in here with us. It all comes full circle, because I feel like the NFL is purposefully making referees not call touchdowns so that the referees don't have to review it, and maybe just so they can keep the game sped up, but you wouldn't have to worry about that if you adopted my philosophy that I've been given to you for free. NBA, too. No review should be longer than a play clock. None of it. NBA, boxing, breaks in between, football, the best example I can give you guys is football NFL. That 35 seconds that they get, that, that, that 30 seconds on um, the 24 second shot clock, reviews should not take longer than a play clock. And then what you do with that play clock, you put that in a picture in picture. And you run a, and you run an advertisement with a little picture in picture. So you're not so you're also not even going anywhere. You have advertisers pay for that moment, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be twenty it's gonna be, it's gonna be about thirty seconds anyway. Twenty to thirty seconds, that's perfect for a little quick commercial, isn't it? Right? And also by the time they come back, it's, it's gonna it's, it's gonna take that whole entire time. But also, right? That I just showed you how to quicken it, right? I also just showed you how to make money. So I just showed you how to how to quicken the review, and I showed you how to monetize the review. More importantly, you're trying so hard to if you're trying to so hard to cover your referees, you still get the opportunity to cover your referees, because now instead of them taking five minutes to review something that looks blatantly obvious, now they only had 24 seconds. Now they only had 35 seconds. You could have missed something, so they can easily now say with the time allotted. We did not see enough information to overturn the call or to do X, Y, Z with the call. And that's how you improve your review methods. And at least in a way so that this doesn't have to happen. Where it looks like you're blatantly not calling touchdowns just so referees don't have to review it. Let me say that again, right? So that it looks like you're blatantly not calling touchdowns just so referees don't have to review it. Because then, that's just being lazy. 
and irresponsible. And that's not what we want. That's not what we want here at all. So, I'm not quite sure why they're doing this. And, and thank you guys for listening. If you guys are, are joining us through the Podbean, um, through the Podbean app, the Podbean app is what we use for our call-in hotline. So the phone lines are open if you guys want to call in and join the show. So let's get back into this Dolphins. Let's get back. Let's get, get actually get back into this Dolphins Bills game. This was a close game for this was a close game like all the way through. First quarter is tied 7-7. At the at the half is tied 14-14. And this is when in this in the second quarter is when the first the first scare maybe maybe hit Dolphins fan, right? Because Tua takes a late hit. Right, or what's constituted as a, you know, let me not get into semantics, right? Tua takes a late hit, and he bangs his head back on 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 the on the turf, right? And you see when he, it's funny that he says it was his back, right? But when he fell, he was holding his head. I know he's trying to play it off so that he don't have to worry answer the answer the answer the answer the concussion protocol stuff. And granted, remember now how how cautious they are about about concussion protocols. Anytime you feel like woo, a little lightheaded, like that that, that that one left me a little dizzy for a second. Like some of those times you could you could you could regain yeah you could quickly regain. I think we've all been been hit for a loop. You know what I mean? Um, every once in a while. Especially if you've worn a helmet before, right? Even in the military, I'm pretty sure you've had somebody, especially especially if a sergeant that wanted to get back at you, come up to you and crack and, and crack your helmet with his helmet and completely like fry your brain for for, for, for a couple of minutes. Yeah, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. I've had sergeants do that to me. So he gets cracked. He goes in. He goes into the tunnel for concussion protocol, and and he gets cracked. He gets cracked good, right? He falls down. He's holding his head. He gets back up, and he and he falls back down to a knee, right? Oh shit! Like I don't got it, <laughs> right? Then he gets back up, and his teammates have to hold him up, right? Training staff comes up. Nah, I'm sorry, B. Like, you're going to have to go into the back and at least fake the funk for a second. They take him into the back. I'm pretty sure they did the old school thing to him. Give him a little sniff and salt. Oh, here goes a shot of bourbon. If it was Deshaun Watson, I'm pretty sure he they would have had somebody back there backstage to massage his taint. Right? But a little smell and salt, a little shot of bourbon, a little shot of Henny, a little shot of Douce. Right, the goes well. Whatever Jay Z's new Henny, I'm I'm cognac is right. I always forget sometimes. And have him wait a couple. I mean, have him wait a while and put him right back out there. 
Oh no, I'm glad I got your number. I wasn't sure if that was your number or not. You know what? This is perfect. This is perfect. I need to check on you and see how you're doing. This is actually perfect freaking timing. I hope you're watching. Because if you are watching, then you know exactly. Oh, I forgot I had this alcoholic beverage. I don't know what it was. But I am going to try this. I am going to try this sucker. Can I tell you? This game is a running game right now. Right? This game is a full-blown... This is a full-blown running game right now. Every time you look up, you're seeing Ezekiel Elliott, Scott Pollard, Saquon Barkley, all these guys. And we've seen an easy drop pass, too. That was in his hands. Who is that, C.B. Lamb? And he's smiling? Who's 88? That can't be C.B. Lamb or C.D. Lamb. <clears throat> he's about to see the he's about to see the bench. Yeah, that is Lamb. I can't believe that he dropped and that was in his hands. All he had to do was stretch out. My bad. That could have been the game-winning touchdown right there. I'm sorry, like I'm not even rooting for the Cowboys, right? I don't, I don't ever root against New York. I, you know what I mean? I, like, I don't ever root against New York teams. Let's just put it that way. Right? And, but but, you, but as, a, as, as, a, as a sports fan, right? As El Idolo Deportivo, when you see a good play, you have to, you, you have to give it his roses all day long. Here goes, here goes Scott Pollard with a run to the right, and they get the first down on third and one. <clears throat> Both of these teams are trying to establish the run. Not only in this game early, but in their season, period. You see it. Like, like you, you see by the way these teams are playing. I don't know how, how, how Dallas has played the first two games, to be honest with you. I, I really don't. But, but this game right here, they are punching it. Like, they are They are trying. And, and listen, they are catching some good runs. Like I told you, they broke a 46-yard. They, they bought a 46-yarder um, earlier. Now, the thing about it, you see both defenses have, um, having a bend but don't break kind of mentality where both teams have made it into the red zone. But both, but neither, but, but both of them have also failed to score. As well, when getting down there, the defenses have held, have held up in both scenarios. So they may be giving up some a couple of big plays, right? But they're not giving up the plays that matter or the scoring plays. This, this game looks interesting. We got about like two. We got about like a little under a little oh, under a little under three minutes left in the in the game. We'll continue to keep you guys updated. And don't forget, folks. Don't forget to look if you're listening, right? Don't forget to like. Don't forget to share. More importantly, don't forget to follow. So you know, subscribe. You know, wherever you're listening at. Head to head over to YouTube. Head over to Twitch. Make sure you like and subscribe over there as well, right? That way you can hear the Bing Bong every time that we go on. Cause remember, it's a blast. It was a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. You want to make sure that you be part of that show as well. So. 
Second quarter happens. Tua goes out. Right? Looks like he's concussed. They give him a little smelling salt. Right? Ooh. That was close. He comes back in. And, again, just a slow, steady pace. Like, I may start calling him Tua the tortoise, right? Because he may be fast, but... They don't play with a super fast speed, even though they have the cheetah out there. Like they have no problem with Tua having twenty-five passes for hundred and two yards. Like seriously, they don't care. They really don't care. As long as it's twenty-five passes, hundred and two yards, no turnovers, eighty, you know, you know, sixty-five, seventy-five. 80% completion rate and a couple of touchdowns, hopefully. And you've also ran for 150 yards. They don't care. All they want, all they gotta do is want to, is, is win games. And see, this is what this is what the real philosophy is, right? That people misunderstand. One thing we guys should be um, NFL players really should be doing, right? The organization should be doing is let, allow their players to come off the bench. A lot of these great young quarterbacks that you're talking about here, they all came off the bench. They all waited a little bit. Every single one of their organizations were over there clamoring and wanting and salivating for that young quarterback to come in. And when they did, once that quarter, the young quarterback got to sit back and watch the game and learn the game a little bit, see, see a bunch of these defenses, see a couple of mistakes that can happen, see some things real time, get a couple of snaps and blowouts. Right? Get a little feel for it if they can. Then you still don't come out and be successful. The wait, there's no, there's no problem waiting. Like, patience is, is, is a virtue for real. Uh, it's not just a saying. It actually is a thing. I'm here for listen. I'm here for all the cross for the for, for all the hit for all the cross talk, right? Like for like I'm I'm here for all for all for all the shit talk. You guys know this, right? Whether it's from fans, whether it's from players, whoever it's from. But I find. The crosstalk between players, especially when it's lighthearted, right? And it's done in that WWE kind of fashion. I find it to be super interesting. I find it to be super interesting. We're going to get there in a minute, right? I'll let you guys know what I'm talking about. This game, this is another one of those games, right? Between the Dolphins and the, and the Bills that will come down to the last minute, right? Even Almost even the last play. We saw, we saw safeties. We saw butt punts, which don't sound, which isn't as, isn't as, isn't as, doesn't flow off the tongue as well as butt fumble. But we saw the butt punt. And yet, even with all those, with all of those things against the Dolphins, they still managed to win. You know what they say, even a broken clock Right can be right three times a day, or even a garbage can gets a stable. You know is that what it says? No, even a broken clock can be right three times a day. 
Something like that. I think that's what the saying is. And that's how you get the Dolphins at 3-0. and And Dolphins fans, listen. I want to tell them to, to calm down. But no, nah, you know what? Enjoy it. Talk your shit while you can. Because you know what? Sports fans of certain franchises, right? Like I see some Bills fans. Right? Yankees fans. Giants fans. Well, Giants fans, not, not this year. But some fans of some franchises, they really, they really take the joy out of being a fan all around out of it, right? Because even when your team is doing good, and I don't and I don't care how good, right? Even when your team is good, even when your team is having success, they refuse to enjoy it in the moment because they're thinking, oh well, how is this gonna be when it comes to champion? Let me let you know, and and listen. Even though this this is this is the sports world, right? And this is the one area I, I tell you that this is where we can be irrational. I never understand this commercial, this experience commercial, right? Like all of a sudden, like 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 the like the like the the the, the wall explodes open, and then you see this guy like, like he's look like he's catching a seizure or whatever. A cow comes out of nowhere, and the next thing you know, there's like this floating. What was this? Like some floating thing beside a cow in a window. Like, I don't get it. But let's get back. Dolphins fans, like, no, enjoy it. Because some, because really, there are just some fandoms out there that they really, they really don't enjoy their, their team's success. Right? I understand that the end game may not be Oldwood, but enjoy the moments in the moment. And that's also a life lesson as well. Right? Like I said, it's hard. like I said, so I just hope that you're not living your 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 life the way you're living your sports life, right? That's unhealthy. That's unhealthy. Remember the sports world is where we're able to be like this. And anywhere else is unhe- anywhere else is unhealthy. Like I said I have an unhealthy tendency because my sport my my the pro the, the the downfalls of my team will ruin my day. But also, that means that I have to allow the success of my team to also make my day. And I can't just let myself be depressed for six months because whatever they're doing, I know is not going to lead to a championship. No. Enjoy it while it's there. Enjoy the streaks. Enjoy the ups. Be down in the downs. But enjoy your downs too because it's what makes the ups feel so good. Like Dolphins fans, part of the reason why you're so you're you're, you're on cloud nine right now, right? Bragging about you about bragging about your little three and record. It's because you've been doing you you you've been so you you you've been so you know so basura for the last God knows how long that you're thinking that's like man, this just feels good again. Listen, Jets are there too. They got one win in their first three games, and they're like, whew, boy, we ain't know what it felt like to win a game in these first five games in a while. It's been since Frank since we don't had a... So I'm, I'm here all four. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm... Listen, in, in a very weird way, I am happy for your, for your losses. And in a very small way, I'm also happy for your success. Because I want to see the energy. That's all I really want more than anything else. 
right? Is that I want that energy to show. Because it's, it's that energy that... Oh, wait, did I? For a second, I thought I did it. I think, wait, did I not make this in TikTok? Or did I do make... Did I, I don't know. I think I did it in both. I did. Okay. I was about to say. What can I do is have active today? <laughs> Stop. Let me stop. I got a future B. You know who you is. You play games with me. All right, let's get back. I got it. Trying to get out of here. So, you know what? Let me take a quick pause. Y'all been seeing these trends, right? Like these, 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 these vids, right? These little videos. And... There's this video out there, right, where it's, can I get a, right? And I see some of the some of the weirdest quotes on there, like, oh, teaching my son or my daughter to not, like, to not nobody dim their inner sparkle or whatever the hell it is. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm like, all of a sudden... You're trying to talk about your kid like expressing their inner circle. I'm like, no. You're trying to teach your, your children how to go super saiyan over there. I mean, cause I mean, listen, it's a problem. Listen, it was a problem when I do it. It's okay when they do it. It's a problem when I did it. When we were trying to go super saiyan in school, it was like, yo, what the hell is wrong with these kids just yelling in the middle of the hallway? Now it's okay. You're trying to say, like, oh, listen, come here, little one. Come here, come here. Can I get a? And now it's okay. It's your inner sparkle suddenly. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like you trying to teach your kids how to go Super Saiyan? I get it. Like you don't, you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to feed me the the BS. Okay, you really don't. But 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 I see how y'all keep liking the. Uh, this is another one of those, another one of those scenarios where they just keep trying to flip shit in to fit their own little narrative. Like stop it. That is how you go Super Saiyan. That is not no inner sparkle. Well, I, I, you know what? You know what? Actually, in Dragon Ball Super, when he met the Saiyans from Universe 9 or 7 or whatever it was, he did say turning Super Saiyan felt like a little sparkle in his back and then it fired off and then bam hmm you know what you know what you guys are clever you guys are clever it's, it could still be the inner it, it still could be you guys trying to teach him how to go super saiyan you're just trying to hide it we ain't, we ain't slick we on to you we see you we see you all Dolphins fans call up don't forget we're still waiting for you guys I know you guys are happy about your victory listen this, this, this is a game all the way to the end and once again, <laughs> it it came down to Josh, for Josh Allen late game execution that that really that that really put the nail in the coffin for him. It's just that they get it out to receiver that doesn't understand time management, and instead of getting out of bounds, he's fighting for more yards. When they get the ball, they're not able to get down there and spike it in time so they can get off a field goal. Poor time management, um, poor situational football. But you know what? Ooh, 
you know what? If, see, Diggs just try to blast Kenny Galloway, right? And in doing so, he injured his own self. And I wonder if they're going to call a hit on a, on a defenseless receiver. No, they're calling a hit on... Wait a minute. You read lips? It's on the offense. This will eliminate a 20-yard complete... Wait, what the hell? Are they calling something on Sterling Shepard? Okay, let's see here. So he's running his route. Oh. Okay. I, okay, I take that back. Stephen Diggs did not hit somebody and try to blast him and hurt himself. There was a crossing route, it looks like. And what happened is that Yeah, that's a tough one because I don't know if Sterling Shepard saw him until he turned his head. And I think that Diggs was coming in to blast him in case he was got to be the guy catching the ball over the middle. That's a tough call. And they screwed the Giants on that one. They really did. They really did. Now it's third and 23. Completely eliminated a twenty-one yard, uh, a twenty-one yard reception. This is probably now going to end up in a punt. Now the referees are calling something else. Did he call? Did he get a delay of game? The play clock was at zero. Say it ain't so. The Giants are literally crumbling before our eyes right now. And all you can see is smiles from both head coaches. Smiles from the giant head coach because he's in disbelief. And smiles from the from the, from the, <laughs> from the Cowboys head coach. He's like, hey, let them keep backing themselves up. Like, we don't even have juvenile here and they're backing it up. Third and 23 still. What had this happen there? Did they call a timeout? They do a shuttle pass. One yard. They're going to let Saquon try to take it. They said they play it safe. Saquon gets 20 yards on that one. I wonder if they go. They're going to go for it, folks. We have eight seconds left before the half. It's fourth and two. Yeah, that call completely screwed them because they were trying to. They were, they were at least trying to get some kind of points on the board. See if they can t see if they can at least get a field goal and tie this game before the half. So you see them trying to get back yards that they that that they already had. So now they're gonna have to try to get the first down, right? Hopefully, get and then and then not only get the first down, try to get within field goal range. Your field goal range is almost like fifty yards um, for kickers these days. So they're just about in technical field goal range. And we'll see what continues to happen. We'll, we'll see what continues to happen. And we'll also see if the Dolphins can like, like can continue their winning streak. Right? Because, listen, why did Wild last? Why did Wild last, Dolphins fans? Like, you you guys realize you guys got the, almost the first whole hour of the show. Enjoy it. Please enjoy it while it lasts. Because, like I said, it wasn't an easy game. It wasn't like they blew out. It wasn't like they blew 
and the Dolphins missed on fourth and two. What looked like a horrible pass and a horrible decision and a horrible play and horrible and and, and hor- but you know what? Kudos to the to the um, to the Dallas defense because what it looks like also is that you can tell that they were probably trying to go to the sideline so they could catch the ball and get right out of bounds. And they played them for that. And you saw three men surrounding, I think that was Sterling Shepard, that caught that ball. So that was fourth and two. Now, that gives Dallas the ball back with eight seconds left to go. And they're gonna try the same thing. That look like they, they may be trying. They may try the same thing that the that the that the that the Giants just tried. We're hoping that they may try to get a quick pass or a quick run. Hopefully, get them into the middle of the field. All right, get a little bit closer, and then attempt. And then attempt the field goal. Let's see what happens here. This is going to be interesting as they go into the half. And then once they go into the half, don't worry, folks. There will be a whole lot more focus, and we'll get back into the rest of the podcast. We'll take a little quick break our damn selves. Right? Crack open this sucker. I still got this here. Plus, I ain't even drinking yet this whole entire time because you know it's not in front of my face. Mmm. And, folks, oh. Let's see if they give him the completion. I think they did give him a completion. They called the timeout. They got it to the tight end, number 81. Yep. He falls, lets the ball go, calls, starts calling timeout. And they, now he's going to try a, a field goal within his career high. We'll see. That. See, this is, this is one of those things, like you say in basketball. Where you're like, oh, this was like a 21 point. Um, when like, oh no, that is like, or this like when they miss a easy like easy like field goal, like, easy, easy three point play, another team gets back, uh, comes back and, and scores because like, oh, that's a six point swing. Even though it was only three points, like no, like you had the opportunity to put three to seven points on here, and now you're allowing them to put three. And let's see if he makes this field goal, and he doesn't. So you came out of here real lucky, but because if he would have put some points on there, you know what I mean. You're talking about a six to a ten point swing. You're talking about. Well, not ten. Like I forgot what to have a math. Like probably what it looks like. Positive one. So instead of plus four, it's plus one. You know, something like that. All right, they're going into halftime. We can refocus, unless uh, let's continue to go. All right. <clears throat> so. Tua got lucky, right? I, I'm gonna say this: like Tua got lucky, the Dolphins got lucky. Tua got lucky because they allowed him to come back in that game and, and finish and finish it off, right? And and they cleared him through concussion protocol or whatever concussion protocol. There was going to be an investigation by the NFL Players Association, most likely even the NFL themselves, to make sure that the that the that the concussion protocol was followed correctly. Because remember, the, the that concussion protocol. Is not only to protect players, but also to protect the NFL and also to protect players from themselves. Also to protect teams from themselves. 
Because we understand everybody's a competitor. No quarterback wants to go out. And two is a young quarterback, right? He knows what's up. Remember, remember, remember my, remember my, 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 not fruition, not intuition. God damn it. He knew what I was looking for. But remember what, oh, that's right. Miles Garrett was involved in a, in a, in a single car accident earlier this week. Or oh, I think today. The car was completely crumbled. He got out. He, he had sprained his pinky. That's one tough dude. Matt Jones, high ankle sprain. Rashad Slaughter, torn left bicep tendon. Trent Williams, high ankle sprain, out four to six weeks. Rashawn Slaughter, out for the season. Matt Jones, game to game. That, folks, really quickly as it was, was your mighty injury report. The Dolphins got super lucky, right? But the NFL and NFLPA, they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and they're gonna they're gonna investigate the whole entire thing to make sure that everything was followed properly. And if they don't, all all's gonna what's what's probably gonna happen? The team or the organization is gonna get fined. They'll probably lose a draft pick. They're not like they're gonna, it's not like they're gonna come back and say, "Hey, Tua, you gotta miss two games now." They're not gonna do that. But listen, you said it, is there the just dropped it right through his hands. And I said, and it's a rule that's there to protect them from themselves because players are going to want to play. Tua knows that he came into the league injured, right? Since he's coming to the league, he's got injured again since then, right? And and not only that, you see now they have one of the professional bridge quarterbacks in the league on the team and Teddy, oh, sorry, it's been a while. Steady, steady, Teddy. Bridgewater on his team as well. So, he's not going to want to give up that spot to Teddy. Listen, see, listen, there were two quarterbacks that we said they're not going to start. The, or there's two quarterbacks that we said that they will end up starting at some point in time this season. And it was Teddy Bridgewater in Miami. And it was, um, I think it's Tyrod Taylor in New York. I think I think Tyrod is, in, is is on the Giants, right? If nobody else, Tua is not in concussion protocol. They said it was his back. That was some bull. You fell. You hit your head. You you couldn't. You didn't fall and was like, oh my God. Like, because if you fall on your back spasms real quick, you're like, oh, oh. You know what I mean? Like, you arch. Like, is it not? Like, listen, we all know, ladies. <laughs> no, but listen, we all know what happened. Like, if something pops in your back or pitches your back real quick, you, you arch your back. When something stings your arm, right? You, you, you grab at your arm, right? When, 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 you, when you sprain your knee or your ankle, you start grabbing towards your leg. When. You hit when you hurt your head, you grab your head. When do you hurt your back and start grabbing your head? Whatever. Just say that the new that that, that for some time now the, that the concussion protocol has been slowly been watered down to a quick hang. You think you're good? 
Let's take it to the back, give you some smell and salt, and bring you back out there and say we gave you a test. Or maybe, who knows? Maybe they're making them sign papers every after every, on the, I'm like, hey, you got to sign this paper so that you're good to go back out there, Pimpin, for this game. And make it be a game to game basis. You know what I mean? You get you like, like you you gotta have to waiver you gotta have to waiver something. I understand. I could, listen. We understand old quarterbacks not wanting to give up their spot. We understand young quarterbacks not wanting to give up that spot. We understand. We understand all quarterbacks not well, all players, especially footballers, not want to give up that spot. But no matter who you are, like any, on any given any given Sunday, anybody could be replaced for the long run. Just let them gel with you. And speaking of gelling, on yesterday, right, when we did the podcast, we looked at some of these betting numbers, right? And we decided that we wanted to see what how we would do if we were to bet on certain aspects of this game. And can I tell you, if you guys would have listened to me, you may have come out a little richer. Because I was looking at this, I was like, it can't be this easy. It can't be this easy. We all control my friends, sometimes it is. We're going to go over those betting results right after this quick break. I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. Hold up. One more time. I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. <coughs> yeah, we back on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Let's crack let's crack this thing open this whole time. Look, this thing is beginning I don't even know what this is. This is let's see here. It's probably one of those like hard seltzer things, whatever. But it's Stella Rosa. It's a alcohol grape wine specialty with natural flavors. Let's see what we got here for alcohol content. It's it's like having one and a half glasses of wine. Says wait, wait, hold on. Whoa. Okay. Um you want to give me a little alcohol? Oh, okay. Regular. Yeah. All right. Let's see what this sucker tastes like. You know we got to get our, our antioxidants on. Right? Stella Rosa. And we say, hey, yo. This could be your product right here. It's pretty fucking good. That's pretty damn good. Actually, taste the blueberry. 
If it is real blueberry, you can taste it. Mm. That one was good. Let's just hope that by the time I'm done with it, I feel, I feel like I had a glass and a half of wine. So, when we did the show yesterday, I decided to go over some of the betting numbers for Josh Allen. Right? And you guys know, I, I'm, general, I'm not a betting person myself. Right? But I wanted to see what how things would look. Because I'm like, you know what? It's one of those things that, 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 that always... They always pique my curiosity. Like I, I'm always curious, like, how would I do if I bet? Because I, I feel like I'm a calculated person, right? So I wonder, how would I do if I bet? And I decided to look up the Josh Allen numbers. Right? And here were his numbers that they had for his, for his spread. Over, under was 280 yards. One and a half yards um, for a pass, or one and a half passing touchdowns. Thirty-four and a half passing attempts. Twenty-four and a half pass com- um, passes completed. Thirty-eight and a half. I always forget what the hell that is. But also a half an interception. And that's about where I stopped at, right? For the most part. There was, and there was also a couple of other lines, too, that I saw. And we'll talk about that. Now, let's talk about these numbers, right? 280 yards passing. I thought he was going to go over. He passed for 400 yards. One and a half passing touchdowns. He had two. Thirty-four and a half passing attempts, and I thought he was gonna go over on that on, on passing touchdowns. Thirty-four and a half. Yo, can I get a little something? A little something back here. Just a little, a little something, sir. Give me, give me the go hard or go home. No, actually, no, give me the. Love to see it segment of the week. Give me that shit. Love to see it. Nah, Love because we got to say that for somebody else. Give me this again. Go hard. So jacked right now. Go home. I don't Unless that's, we know, we got to get you a, we got to get you guys a gambling one. Because the only reason I'm running this again because this is the go hard or go home game of the week. And, yeah, no doubt. So, we had him for one and a half passing touchdowns. He ended up, with, um, he ended up passing for two, right? We picked the over. 34 and a half passing attempts, right? We picked the over. He had 42. 24 and a half pass, com- pass completions. Right, sorry. My bad. 34 and a half pass attempts. He had 63 passing attempts. 63 passing attempts. 24 and a half pass completions. I picked the over there as well. 42 pass completions. I'm telling you, I would have eaten. Oh, I would have been I would have been happy today. They would have lost, but I would have been eating like a king today.
Oh, oh, his longest pass. What was his longest pass that game? We gonna have to find that out. Do I have that anywhere? That's interesting. Okay, I just realized which one category I've, I've been I've been struggling with this whole entire time. Right, I I, I kept on I kept on I didn't realize I, I wrote down his longest pass, and I think they had him down here as longest pass as thirty eight and a half, and I and I took the I think I took the over on that one as well too, or maybe I didn't remember what I what I wrote down by that time. <laughs> Listen, man, it, like, like sometimes you write shit down and and it ain't and, and you don't get it, but. His longest pass was 28 yards. I was I was gonna take the over if I would have remembered what the hell it was when I when I talked about this on the podcast on Sunday. And lastly, not shouldn't be last, not quite lastly, but lastly the ones we mentioned so far. So you know I would have lost money there. Full disclosure, I would have won on the total yards, won on passing touchdowns, won on passing attempts. One on passing completion, but lost on longest pass. I think it would have been all right. Cause so far, I would have one, two, three, one, two, three, four. I would have had four winners so far. And also interceptions. He had his interceptions at at, at, at a half an interception, the over under. And obviously, the money was on the under, and I took the under. I'm telling you, I was cleaning up. I was cleaning up in this game. Now, this is the part that kind of confuses me. This is as, as a person that generally doesn't bet. There was a couple of numbers out there that I was willing to also take. There was a number, it was plus 115 on him having one touchdown, plus 700 on him having two touchdowns, plus 3,000 on him having three touchdowns. And I was willing to bet on them all. Mean that you would have won on the one, the one touchdown, one on the two touchdown, lost on the three. Again, we're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hitters out of two misses for the night. You would have broke bank. I would have taken that. I would, I don't know. I would have lost two hundred to make whatever it was in the in the profit of the other seven that I hit. Let's just let's just call it a let's just, let's just make it even. Let's just say I would have won another another seven hundred, so I would have won five hundred for the day. But some of these were also other hitters, like two touchdowns for seven hundred alone. So that alone would have doubled everything up. So you know, so so those little things. And like I said, I ain't, I'm not a gambling person like that. But it was just one of those. It was one of those interesting things. I wanted to look at the lines, but just for Josh Allen. And see what the bet and see what the betting numbers were and the, and, the, and the odds were. I think the Bills were a four and a half favorite. I'm a four and a half point favorite, right? And oh yeah, that was a two point game. Let's see, the money line was 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 two hundred five. Total fifty three points. How many points did they score in total? I think it was under fifty three, wasn't it? They only scored forty. So listen, little things like this may make me experiment. And I'm one of those guys, like, I have no problem experimenting with $10 at a time. And then I'll be like, you know what? We'll, we'll bump it up eventually. 
like, I am fully one of those guys. Like, I'll be here making $10 bets all over the place. Like, hey, yo, nah, I think this is going to happen. 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 Now, let's see what happens. Alrighty. Let's let's officially move off these Dolphins. Let's officially move off the Bills. Right, let's get let's get into the rest. Of, let's get into the rest of these the rest of these games. Right, we also we got some Thursday night football coming up, don't we? Right, no, sorry, that was yesterday's show. My bad. We got some media day. Right, we had media day. What media day? NBA's media day. I know you want to like OT. It's way too early. Like, it's way too early to be talking about basketball. Like, yeah, you bugging. Like, but it's not too early. October 4th is the Knicks' first game. Granted, it's preseason. October... Sorry, I said 5th. Did I say October 5th? I said October 4th was the worst, worst game. But October 4th, the 4th, is the Knicks', Knicks first game. That's about two weeks away. You guys realize that? Not even. We'll be 10 days away from it. Mm-hmm. Less than 10 days. <laughs> Had to do some quick math. Well, listen, 10... Listen, we're, we might be like eight days away. So we're just about a week away. So we're less than 10 days away. Less than 10 days away from the beginning of the NBA season. We had media day today. And what that means is that with media day, and with basketball, that means we get the return of that next talk, that next talk. You know, whoa, 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 calm down, Jamal. Put the nine away. Let's bring that down to a two. There we go. You don't got that next talk, that next talk. You know I stay with that next talk, that next talk. Whew. From the city to the park. From the broad to the walk, we got that next talk, that next talk. We got that next talk, that next talk. Oh man, so happy to talk Knicks again. It's like I haven't been talking Knicks, right? I haven't found every single way to talk. Actually, no, I'm gonna say like all season. I'm gonna say all season. But yo, even I'm, even I'm a little surprised. I thought I would have gotten into a couple more shows before I got basketball to put in here. But you realize. I'm barely going to get a chance to get to show number 20 before that happens. And speaking of, hopefully, folks, we get the opportunity. We'll, we'll talk. We get the opportunity to, to, be, to have a special guest on a podcast on Wednesday. We'll talk We'll talk about who that guest is going to be a little bit later on the show. It's going to be a special guest. I've, I've been dying to get this person on the podcast. You have, you guys have no clue. Like I, I, I've been dying to get her on the podcast. And if it finally comes through on Wednesday, I am gonna be so happy. Lila, you you understand? I may be I may be starstruck. She's, she's like a local she's like a local celebrity. She really is. Like I don't know if any how many of you know like know know the, know the local famous actress in your neighborhood, but that's what that's what she is, right? So 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 like I, I really I really can't I really can't wait to get her on the show. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later. We'll talk about some of the things that she's doing right in her community as well. It, it, it really it really is impressive. We can't wait. Big things are coming. Not only that, not only that, I'm really trying to see if I can get a couple of other people that I know personally, 
right, that have podcasts to go ahead and reach out to her as well. That's in the, also in this local area, and so so we could go ahead and get a little round robin, a, a, a round robin of promotions for you. Listen, man, I'm, 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 people don't understand. Like I, I work so many things behind the scenes. Like, it's not even funny. And then I come out here and I spill my guts to you guys, and I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm, listen, I may I may have I may have blown the secret, but that's only if you're watching the podcast. And if you're watching the podcast, then it's not real. And, and really, I just told you because it's, it's only me and you here. Right? There's nobody else. It's just me and you here. Right? So, we had media day. I, I, listen, I don't care how many bets I take. I wouldn't have betted I'd be talking about... I wouldn't have betted I would talk about basketball today. Unless something tragic happened in basketball. Like what happens with Miles Garrett getting into a car accident. Right? Like, like that would be the only way I could see myself. But that's not what, that's not the case. We just had a regular old media day. Media day. And... And for about a good hour, hour and a half, you got to see all of the key individuals for the Knicks like, take a spin through there, right? We saw Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson. I didn't even know Evan Fournier was still on the team, to be honest with you. We saw Derrick Rose, Octavius Randall. We saw Obi. So, so you got, so you really got the whole squad, and what I, as I'm watching, I think it was Monica McNutt, right? We gotta make sure we put full respect on her name. I think it was Monica McNutt that was doing the interview, and she asked every player, right, that came through, to name a couple of things. Right, that you think is the makeup of this team, right? You think is is the attitude of this team. You think is it gonna be the team's identity, the team's theme coming up next year? And it was interesting to see to hear a couple of the answers. A couple of answers also also revealed to me which players are still are are hanging out a lot in the off season, right? By their answer, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you this. I think we already knew this um, about this pair, but Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin, you can tell that they very much. Ooh, man! It was second and twenty-six, and the Cowboys DB tried to jump that route for interception. I'm trying to see if this was Diggs. He was number seven, and he really almost had, it, and it just went, it just went through his hand. And if he would have got that, that was a pick six. But instead, it turned um, second and 20 sec- 26 into third and ten, so he gained sixteen yards on that, only to gain like four more in the last one. Now, and that was Trayvon Diggs. Okay, this is good. And gets down with that, and. Yeah, I feel like I've, I'm drinking about a glass and a half of wine. It's not bad. It's not a bad feeling. I got a feeling. Ooh. They made that? Damn. So if they would have got that field goal attempt, they may have made it. He just put, he just punched in a 51 yard and tied the game 6-6. Nine minutes left to go in the third. All right, let's continue. 
So the media day happens, and this is and this is themed for the New York Knicks, right? That you start hearing, right? And as I said, not only is a theme, I can start telling. You can tell that there's a couple of players that spend spend time there, which is good, because you want team chemistry on the court and off the court, right? You want to have and, and listen, I know we've all had these individuals in our life. So you want this for your teammates as well. Right? For your team as well. You want players to be so close where they can look at each other, give each other a certain look, and you'd be like Titanic. Like what? Titanic. Like he didn't even say anything. Nah, Titanic. Turns over the card. Titanic! Give him the look like like what? Uh, don't be a minister South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Don't be a minister South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> like you, need, that's how you want. That's how you want, like these, like, like your team, your 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 team players to be. That's how you want your teammates to be, or your team to be with their, you know, with each other. You want them to have that. Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, right? Obi Toppin said this team was gonna is gonna be hard working. Basically, give hundred percent ten percent all the time. Basically, what you expect from a, from a now a normal Tom Thibodeau team. But he also said determined, right? And you could tell this is probably the theme period for the team. And maybe and maybe not so many people wanted to say this, but the young guys are like, "Fuck it, we're gonna put it out there because if I put it out there, we got then this is also part of the standard we're gonna hold ourselves to as young guys, right?" Some people are like that. I know I'm like I'm like yo. Once I say it, I'm like damn. I gotta go do this shit now. That's something like like you know, I'm gonna hold this to myself because once I say it, then it, I don't have to go start doing everything in my power to try to achieve it. Because once I have verbalized it, it is now official reality, and that rea- and that reality must manifest by any means necessary. So. You hear Obi Toppin talking about hardworking, right? Giving maximum effort, what you expect from a Tom Thibodeau team anyway. But also determined. Determined to make the playoffs. Because they know it's something that they need to thrive to do again. They made it a couple years ago. They fell short last year. It was not a good feeling. They know that they can do better than that. They need to make the playoffs. Damn, well, 317. Is that one of my peoples from, from Indiana? Who is that? And the 317 popping up in here. I see you. I see you. Can we get the birthday captions taken down? Thank you, Pimpin. Thank you. Ooh, let's not forget about a couple of these other things. So... That was I, I, when I heard Obi say that, I was like, okay, I hear you and I see you, right? And I'm and, and by then, by by the time Obi appeared, I think he was the fourth person that they interviewed. I quickly was one of the last, right? Him and Phony, one of the last. And I was like, okay, I'm even by then, even though his 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 comment hadn't matched anybody. You can start feeling a you can start feeling a pattern here, right? Like, I think it was 
Well, Octavius Randall, he said the dumbest thing ever. He said, well, I guess, maybe not. He said fun, and then he mumbled some whack-ish. That's all I can say. Like, that, that, that's literally what he did. And then, but, you heard, um, JB, um, Jalen Brunson, say, hungry, and he mumbled something else, and I couldn't quite understand what he was saying. Right? But he said hungry and something else. RJ Barrett says hungry and motivated. Right? Jalen Brunson says hungry and whatever he says. And he starts to understand, okay, they're motivated. Right? That motivated comment, that's to making the playoffs. That motivated, determined, that's because they want to make the playoffs. Dedicated to make the playoffs. 100%. Make the playoffs. Hard working. Tom Thibodeau team anyway. Mitchell Robinson dedicated and motivated. Emmanuel quickly says determined and... They're underrated. I don't understand about that portion, but he says, you know, they feel underrated. Okay. Let's get you rated properly then. Because if you had the kind of performance you had last week, or last year, then you'd have been perfectly rated with where you at. Um, Derek Rose says resilient, and that they need to, and hopefully they can be, learn to be patient. That's old Derek Rose talking. Evan Fournier says tough and together. Again, dedicated, motivated, determined, tough, hungry, resilient. Those are the those are the words from the players' mouths themselves on how they see this team being next year, on how they want to be seen, how they want to play, how they, the the kind of attitude they want to give off. Wactavius Randall's the only one that said fun and angelic or whatever the hell he said Derrick Rose said something that kind of bothered me right and he said he wanted to lead better right or lead more but it's kind of hard trying to lead when you're not on the court He said he's been in those situations, and the way that he felt was, man, you're not even on the court, man. And I'm like, I get that. But that means that you didn't respect that person as a leader. Because we see scenarios, Golden State, L.A., We've seen scenarios where the leader of the team, Phoenix, is not on is not on the court, right? And did I eat already? No, I didn't. And they're still fully engaged with team practice, 
the team's offense, the team's defense, the play calling, the motivating of their guys on the bench. They're fully engaged. So I guess in, in Derrick Rose's, the way that Derrick Rose is in his makeup, he doesn't like that. So he wouldn't lead that way. Or maybe he just didn't respect the person that was leading at the time. Because sometimes you need your vocal guy to be like, yo, come on, man, let's step it up. Just him to still be that vocal leader. Them to still be involved. Them still be engaged. To make it seem like he hasn't checked out. Now, now Derek Rose has always been like a, always been a reclusive kind of guy. Always, always been a guy that kind of, if it's like, you know what? It's, it's very easily for him to detach. It's something that he used to be, he used to be criticized for when he was, when he was, when he was still young and more relevant and more in the offense, that is, or for a team. Like I said, Derrick Rose right now has a job in the league because of, because of Tom Thibodeau. Because Tom Thibodeau refuses to, to let him not have a job, which is great, which is great. Everybody needs somebody in their life that refuses to give up on them. That isn't their parents. Because trust me, sometimes your parents give up on you too, but you know, they're just your parents and they and they, and they just kinda keep biting those bullets. <laughs> oh, they threw a flag. Late hit. This game is must is, is is spicy. Yo, I like look at that. This game is spicy. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. They're yanking them away. They're yanking players away. They're in the middle. There's a scrummage going on. We got we got a scrummage. That wasn't even a, that wasn't that much of a late hit. Cause he was still in he was still kind of in bounds when he hit him. They're gonna review that. Let's see what happens here. They're gonna have to review that. But hey yo. This is definitely doing his job. If I would have banged out three of these and think about it. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm not saying that like I'm 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 um lit lit. But I can feel it. I can feel it. But I can feel it. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. I think I got another one downstairs. I think when we take the army break, we're going to take an army break. <laughs> that used to what we used to call taking an Armadale break. And that's when, that was that was Jay-Z's early vodka. The Armadale. He was like, yo, we're going to take an army break. Army guys. You know what I mean? Plus, I'm a Jay-Z fan, too. You know what I mean? So, we, yo, let me just get me the army break real quick. Hungry. Motivated. Dedicated. Hardworking. Determined. Fun. Some whack-ish. Resilient. Patience. Tough together. Those are the words from the from the key players of the Knicks. Like I said, I told you that play, you could tell that players hang out. You could tell that that RJ Barrett and Jalen Brunson have been hanging out, and they, and that they hang out. They're they're bantered towards each other, right? Um, the little comments that they make, you know what I mean. <laughs> that they that they say about each other, you can tell that they hang out like they that they, 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 they really are kind of friends, right? Just like I said, Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin, just by how they both answered, and, and some of the things that they were saying, you could tell that they they both not only hang out, 
converse about the things that the direction that this team is going in and things that the coaches have said to them. I want to say that I think Mitchell Robinson hangs out with 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 RJ Barrett as well and now it's a trio of RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson and Jalen Brunson. I want to say I think that's how that is now, but I'm not quite sure. But again, it was, just, it was just good and interesting to see that that basketball was back. I don't want to take too much time of it. I'm going to put myself on a timer. All right? And we'll get back and we'll get right back into right back into some more football. You know, we got an hour and a half. We got time. Now, it just now, I, now it just wasn't next media day. It was media day period, right? But you guys, listen to me. Listen to the pattern of the teams I'm talking about right now. And listen, and understand that these will be the, a lot of the, these will be the same teams that ooh Saquon, Saquon with the swim move, Saquon, Swan Quan, swim Quan swim, Saquon with the easy swim move, not even the stiff arm, just swim, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Told you, keep moving forward. Put a little uh on the guys. Next thing you know, he's breaking it to the left, to the left, to the left. Look at my back while I break to the left. I just broke that tackle. I broke the pile. And I just left you staring for a while. Keep talking your mess, that's fine. How does my numbers look from behind? Got the remix in. Giants are up, thirteen to six. It's a big touchdown. I told you early, both teams. That was a no, That was actually that was, <laughs> it was a swim move, but it it really was just, it really was it was, like, it was a hot jump to the left. A little uh, get off me, don't touch me. That's my special place. The next thing you know, he's going to the house to tell his mama that you try to touch him. Saquon Barkley. I gotta see how long that was. That looked like a forty-yard touchdown. Ooh, I hop with with the five-dollar two-piece pancake eggs. Two, oh my God, they're making me hungry. Two, two, two for five dollars. Ooh, can I order that through the app and have that delivered to me? Because I promise you, I may make that what I eat in the morning. <laughs> All right, let, let's get back. Let's get let's get back into it, right? So, like I said, it wasn't just Knicks media day. They, they, we also had media day for, for the rest of, for for a good portion of the league as well, right? Because they do they do scatter some some other teams' media. If I'm not mistaken, I think they do scatter a couple of media days, right? So that every team isn't having a media day on the same day. I think it's scattered, and if it's not scattered, then it used to be scattered. But Miami had their media day, and can I tell you? Jimmy Butler is not only a fool, he's a goddamn lie, right? Jimmy Butler is lying to the world, people. Because he has said that those aren't hair extensions. He is lying to the world, and if you believe him, then you're not only a fool, but you're a new fool. Sorry. My apologies. I'm not trying to diss you or anything. Like, I'm not misleading you. Know, that way, no way. Hell, like, he did what he done did in that amount of time. And I'm telling you, like, I've had my hair now for three years. And it ain't down to here suddenly, right? 
and I'm not in the non-here growing portion of my life anymore. Which, but I do wonder, right? If you get to a certain point in your life where your hair could only grow, right? Or for certain people, if their hair could only grow but so long, if you have a predetermined length that your hair can grow. Like, you know how some people can only grow so much facial hair? I wonder if there's a predetermined length of hair that you can grow as well. And I wonder if I've hit my length. It's been like three years. I wonder, and I wonder if you know what I mean. So, Jimmy Butler, he's definitely lying to the world because every time I see, I see, I see Jimmy Butler, I, uh, uh, and, and granted, like I think he said that he's that he, that he that he's only doing stuff like to shock the internet. Well, you know what? It's working because I I, I see you and I'm like, what in the milli vanilli is this guy doing with your milli vanilli? Ooh ooh ooh! I want you looking self. I mean, we're, we're talking about with with his how high you 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 got something right here looking self. Like like we're we're talking about what's my name? I don't know. John Shaft. What's my name? John Shaft. I don't even think that dude had dreads, but <laughs> that's how you're looking. You're looking like your half-baked. If I wasn't Jamaican, would I be wearing this hat looking boy? Like, what is wrong with you, J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, the J, the M, the I, the Jimmy? That's, that's Jimmy for you, man. That's just Jimmy. And granted, it's fun. Like, I, I can understand, like, like granted, I'm here talking, poking fun of him, but... Jimmy Butler's one, like, really like one of the only Heat players I fuck with, right? Because he, because he, he wasn't a, he, he wasn't born and, and raised the Heat, and and just he's just Jimmy Butler, and he can't. If you don't like Jimmy Butler, like people talk about players that you can't like in the league, right? Like, oh, I don't know how you not like Tom Brady. It's very easy not to like Tom Brady. Well, I don't know how you not like LeBron. It's, it's easy not to like LeBron either. But there's no reason not to like Tom, not not to like Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler is the player that you hope most players would be today. He is a '90s player in today's game. Seriously, he's how you hope players played. And that's Jimmy. So, you can't hate against Jimmy. I don't know. I don't know if, if he still like this. Don't have a TV in his crib. Only a stereo and a big ass fish tank. Oh, they held him up. Second and third, they stopped him. Gang, gang. Tackling that is. Gang, gang, tackling. So like I said, I got poke fun of Jimmy, but like Jimmy's my boy. Like like, like I, 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 I I I folks with Jimmy. Pause. Big pause. <laughs> you know what? Let's move on from Miami's media day then. Like as 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 we see Adonis Haslam trying to do trying to do the grizzly, right? To, you know what I mean? In in, in year twenty, uh, in his in his twentieth year in the league. But speaking of 20 years in the league, we also have LeBron James. There you go, folks. Three teams we're probably going to talk about a whole lot this season. New York, Miami, L.A. 
Golden State, Memphis. Then you guys know now. I'm keeping a big eye. You know, I'm keeping a big eye on Memphis. I'm, I'm interested in Detroit too. Detroit is an odd team that I'm I'm curious of watching. I want to see how Ivory is, right? To see if he's the next John Morant to really help that team, and then you match him up with damn, Giants has let one go, and then and, he, and then you matching him up with, what's their light skin guy that they just got? Jeez, I'm forgetting his name. They just got some light skin dude last year, if I'm not mistaken. Ah oh, man, I really am forgetting his name. Try to see if I can picture it, but I can't. But I want I want to see how that new combination is is going to go. Like they've, I think that Detroit. It's funny because I think Detroit, both Detroit teams, the Lions and 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 the Pistons, that they've they've accumulated enough young talent, and maybe even a leader or two in that within that young talent. That they may be able to start being able to move this team forward. Yeah, they can just find the right coach for them, and 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 the right and the right person in charge for them to, and still some of the coach whoever it is, but the right person in charge for them to believe in, and for them to want to follow, for them to want to be able to get knocked down, get up, get up and bite your ankle, and then get knocked down again, and then get up and bite your shin, and then get knocked down again, and get up and bite your kneecap, and then get down, and then and then and then get knocked down again, and and then get up and 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 bite your thigh. And then get knocked down again, and then this is when things happen to get a little uncomfortable because at this point we are talking about the good old twist that dick. Yeah, twist his dick. The good old dick twist. Like, that's what we're talking about there. But if you have, right, if you have a team that's willing to go through and give them the, you, you know, then go, then, then that's what you need. It's extreme, but you see it. You see it with the Lions right now. You see the kind of motivation that they're getting from their team, and the Cowboys have answered back. A nice little pass, a, ni- a nice little twenty part, a nice little twenty yard pass to their to their tight end, um, right? Followed by a little short run by Ezekiel Elliott, and we now have a thirteen to twelve game. Let's see if they can punch in this extra point. The Los Angeles Lakers had their had their had their media day today as well, and so while the Knicks media day to me was was very serious, right? Because I mean, there's not a lot, a lot a lot to joke around with. They did have a they, they did have a have, have a young they did have a have a young reporter there, child reporter, right? They had a young reporter there, um, that was there that that, that helped break some of the monotony. Like I said, Monica McNutt, like like even though she's a professional, she she can make any in, any interview interesting. She was over there also having individuals take selfies with the old um, Kodak disposable cameras. That was pretty cool. And but it was still funny how she was like, yo, I grew up on this, but she couldn't figure out how to turn on the flash. Like that kept on being embarrassing. Like yo, you gotta. 
little thing you put in there, right? You have to hit the flash for every one. So, <laughs> um, they they even though like I said, even though it was still like they were still fun, and Monica McNutt is the one that got that got these these answers um from all the players, right? The hunger, the motivated, the dedicated. It was still a very kind of serious environment for the most part. For the Miami Heat, you can see it was a little bit it was a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more laid back. But also, I, what I saw for the Miami Heat was their press conference. I have to go back and watch the Knicks press conference. I didn't see their press conference. I saw their media day. That's going to be something else that we'll probably talk about on Monday. For the Lakers, I caught their press conference, right? Or portions of their press conference. And it was funny to hear as they're asking, as they're asking Patrick Beverly about his favorite LeBron James moments, right? But it's even funny when they tell LeBron James about Patrick Beverly's favorite LeBron James moment. Because, you know, LeBron James has oddly been in the news, right? One, he, you know, he put out a he put out a tweet the other day, or, a po- or he posted the other day, to wonder if he still had any college eligibility left, right? Any college eligibility left? Because he was thinking about playing college football, and I was like, hey, yo, that's not out the realm of possibility. If J.R. Smith just got into college for golf, what's to say that LeBron James at 38 can't go play college football? I'm telling you right now, unless he goes and plays for the biggest, baddest, roughest team, you just wait till you play one a couple of these big, bad, rough teams, and there's going to be a dog on there that's going to want to lay you out. There's going to be a dog on there that's a Detroit Pistons fan. There's going to be a dog out there that that that's a Golden State Warriors fan. There's going to be a dog out there that, that that's that, that that's a, that's a that's a that's a San Antonio Spurs fan, Boston Celtics fan. There's going to be somebody out there as a fan of another organization and they're going to want to take it out on you. Oh, but or just prove that they can physically match up with you. Because you know what if their name could go down in history as the guy that took out LeBron James and they still go down in history. I'm not saying it's a great thing to do to go out in history for, but you understand that you'll be risk like you'll be dominant, but you'll still be risking a lot. But it's just because of that's the guys that that are gonna want to be able to like you know what? Let's see if he let's see if he can take these hits for real. Let's see if he knows what it feels like to go night night. It's just like being a it's just, it's just like people that want to be a wrestler, right? Or or oh, there's people that want to be a wrestler or they want to wrestle, and they don't understand what it takes to take a bump. Right, meaning that they don't understand what, what it takes to fall and constantly like bang yourself, like like against against the floor, which is why I always mention why I always bring up wrestlers and and their concussion issues when we talk about people with concussions because they get they get grossly overlooked when we talk about individuals in 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 sports that that are in, that suffer from brain trauma that also have may have CTE that suffer from high suicide rates and high violence rate. Once they're no longer affiliated in their sport or active in their sport, or sometimes even while they are, to the extreme where they have killed their their whole entire family, their wife and their kids, and then killed themselves. So let's not get it twisted, <clears throat> right? So, let's back. So they asked LeBron. So 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 you hear LeBron James talk about his college eligibility, right? And and that, and that's one 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 thing to be interested in. And then there's also, I thought he was bald. I guess he. I guess it was a joke when he was at the barber and, and he put on the. Maybe he put on the bald. Maybe he. Maybe, maybe he used the bald filter. But I thought he was bald, and I was like, "Yo, finally, he done got the self confidence 
to say fuck it and 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 get rid of this here because if it was true, I was gonna pick the Lakers to win a championship this year because that means LeBron James really truly does not give any flying foxtrots. So now we gotta see what happens. I wonder what I wonder what's gonna happen with Camilla Anthony if he's to really be on the team. I would really like for Camilla Anthony if he would join the Golden State Warriors or the New York Knicks. <laughs> Seriously. I want Camilla Anthony to get a championship so bad. That's my dude. That's my dude. That's it. <laughs> but I really do. So let, let's get into the let, 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 let's get into Patrick Beverly's moment, right? Patrick Beverly gets asked, what's LeBron James, what's his favorite LeBron James highlight? And they're telling this to LeBron James. And they tell them that Patrick Beverly said that his favorite LeBron James highlight was Patrick Beverly blocking LeBron James. (laughs) Can I tell you? If you're laughing and you took that one on the chin, that's exactly how LeBron James took it too. And I was like, yo, you know what? He's like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with Patrick? Yo, so, yo he, so he got issues. Something is wrong with him. But you know what, though? It's a different kind of edge that they need, right? It's like they have, they've had edgy people on their team. Rondo, they have edgy people on the team like, like, like Russell Westbrook. But they need somebody with a real edge like Patrick Beverly. Like, with, with a ridiculous amount of supreme confidence kind of, like, edge. And listen, I feel like we saw Patrick Beverly out during the summer, right? Out at, out, out, out at the parks, playing like he was Stephen Curry. Talking about, talking about trying to, trying to cross, crossing fools up, working on his handle, and doing, and doing double, triple step backs and, and hitting jumpers. And we saw that from him. Not to say he's gonna do that in the NBA because he has a different role, but man, we, 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 they, they, they may need that guy. And I'm hoping. Listen, as a Camilla Anthony fan, I'm hoping that he's the that he's the X factor to help get Camilla Anthony his first ring. Because Camilla Anthony needs that kind of help. I think he's gonna need the help from like a guy like Patrick Beverly to go along with the help of LeBron James and Anthony Davis to be able to, to so that he can lead this this Lakers team to a, to a championship. I don't know why I thought this thing said Auntie Do's and Don'ts. <laughs> I'm tripping. The next book I, I saw was right. But, yeah, I, I, but Patrick Beverly does have issues. Like, his favorite scene is, is, is him block, blocking LeBron James. And, listen, that's just Patrick Beverly for you. And they, and they knew what they were getting. It's, it's, see, and that's the thing about it. The Lakers nor LeBron James are ever surprised by the kind of individual that they're getting because I'm pretty sure they do their research or they or, or they have their uh, they have their team doing their research but the research is done to see what kind of individuals they're getting and they know that Patrick Beverly isn't, isn't wound too well but you know I said you know I was just mentioning him, him balling at the park I've been as, as, as much as I've been watching I've been watching the legacy right um, the, the legacy documentary or a series on Hulu, which talks about the Lakers organization, which I'm still trying to determine is this talk is this a thing that's recapping the Lakers organization or Magic Johnson specifically? <laughs> like I still haven't fully determined. But in the midst of it, 
I've been seeing a lot of the and one stuff, right? And a lot of and and a lot of the stuff about the Rutgers, and I've been watching them lately. Right? I told you guys, I wanted to, I wanted to. I wanted to get back into some of these other sports things, right? And I kind of overlooked them as if I don't have, you know, because you know, time time gets them. I'm like, you know what? Let me start making time for these sports documentaries, sports series, and all these other sports-related things. And I caught myself in the legacy in the N1, and and, and the N1, and also, and also also a story of the Rutgers. And there was a couple of people that kind of stood out to me as I'm watching this, right? And if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't have it fully written down. The first one, if I'm not mistaken, was Kobe, right? And just actually, no, the Kobe story. This keeps on going. The different layers that came out. The fact that when when he popped up, when he popped up at the Rutgers and and, and he and he balled out. But not even him so much. Like, let's skip over Kobe for a second. And it's not too often I, I can skip, I can say I'm skipping over Kobe to talk about somebody a little bit more sensational. That was Allen Iverson, right? Both of their appearances. But it wasn't so much Allen Iverson's appearance that that was sensational to me. It was watching him dunk. Allen Iverson, damn near my height. And just watching him dunk. And watch how effortlessly he jumped. Like it was crazy. Like it was literally it was, it was nothing. Like and you gotta figure like some guys like his height or whatever, maybe there's a little bit of a wind up. You, even most guys these days, you still see them like try to get a little wind up, get a little get a little momentum going. Seen him go, just dribble the ball up just naturally. And then when he jumped. You were ju- it was just surprising of how quickly and how high up he just elevated. It was just like, pew. As, as, as if Icarus gave him springs in his shoes himself. I still say springs for wings for springs, but you know what I'm saying here. I'm kind of hungry. I could go for some food. I ain't gonna lie. One of the guys I'm like, yo, you know what? I may cheat you guys out of half an hour of the show so I can go get some food, but nah. We're gonna make sure you guys get the get the full get the full three hours of the show today. Be, uh, for everybody listening through the pod being call in line, let you guys know within the next five minutes, that line is going to disconnect and we will open up the new line for you guys to listen and call in through when you guys are ready. I see the comments coming through. We'll go ahead and get we'll, we'll go ahead and get to your questions in the L as well. Let's get back into some. Let's go back into some football, right? Because, like, you know what? Let's actually wait. We'll get into some football in the top of the hour. What we're gonna do here is that we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll continue with the Mighty Sports Podcast. While we take our break, actually, while we, while we take our break, the people in Podbean, you're probably gonna end up losing us, and I'll, and you'll probably end up losing us before that. So I'm gonna take this opportunity to switch out your feed, right? Everybody else, right? You will hear our army. You will hear our commercial. That's not our commercial that we're running today, <laughs> right? But you hear our commercial, and everybody, and then you have commercial, and we'll be back right after this, right after the commercial runs, and then 
we'll get back into 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 tonight's games. We'll talk about that a little bit more. We'll talk about a couple of key, we'll get back into a couple of key games from this weekend, right? Because there there was still there was still some some monsters of, of a game that was that went on this weekend, and that we're still surprised that there's still there's still the are of the undefeated teams that are still left, and a couple of the te- <clears throat> excuse me, and a couple of teams that fell. All right, we're gonna get into all that and more once we return on the Mighty Sports Podcast. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with them. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. Brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world. And we are back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the only talent, Thelma Taylor. Thank you guys for listening, wherever you may be listening from. Don't forget, wherever you're listening from, please make sure that you go ahead, you like, you subscribe. Definitely subscribe. Head to YouTube, head to Twitch, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that little bing bong every time that we go on. Don't be stingy either. If you're listening, make sure you share. All right, go ahead and share the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. And it could be a group activity. You can share with other people that you know. Or you can listen to other people that you know. And then you can interact and start talking in the, in the, in the comments. You're going to talk about me like I can't see what you're talking about. Not me? I went for the other one. That's good too. Alrighty. Stella, Rosa. I think it's about to have my third glass of wine. So, let's get back into it, right? We got some football. We got some football going on right now. We still got the Monday night football. Today's Monday, right? Yeah. We still got the Monday night football game going on right now to wrap up what's been a crazy week three. A week three where we saw the undefeated Dolphins and the undefeated um, Bills take on each other. And the Miami Dolphins um, eke out a, um, a two-point victory after their, after their quarterback caught a concussion and came back into the game. It has been crazy. This is now twice they they've won two close games that nobody saw them winning. One against Baltimore, now one against Buffalo, and and honestly, Dolphins fans are out here talking about yo. 
Like we should be the number one team. We should, when it come when the power rankings come out, we should be the number one team in the league. And I was like, I don't know. I can see them putting teams like still Philly ahead of you, and maybe even one or two two and one teams depending on how they look. But but they're definitely gonna have to break top if they weren't in the top five before. I can definitely see when these power rankings come out that. Miami is now in the top five. Like, that is very much something like I can see. And, and I'll be I'll be a little surprised if they're not. And if they're not in the top five, they better be in the top seven. It's going to be hard-pressed for them to be one of only, depending on how this game goes tonight, right? One of only two to possibly three teams in the league that are undefeated. Now, if there's three teams in the league that's undefeated, I can see how they're... Ooh, broke that up quickly. Fourth and four. I can see on. I can see why they why the, why the Dolphins may fall because also if the Giants end up being three and zero, I'm not believing that the that the Giants are one of the top three teams in the league either. Like you gonna have to show me some more, homie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like like we don't believe you. We need more people. But this game is going on. It's tied 13-13 right now. We're in the fourth quarter. About ten and a half minutes left to go in the game. Fourth and four. Dallas has the ball. They're not gonna punt it. It looks like they're gonna go for it, or maybe they're trying to force an offsides. Don't know, but look, now a timeout happened. All right, and listen. Speaking of, speaking of, speaking of, like speaking of football, right? We got some, we got some, we got some news in football today, right? We we got some real good news in football today. I'm talking about some breaking news in football that should make a lot. When I say a lot, I mean a lot of people happy. And that is the fact that it sounds like Rihanna. Well, that sounds like. But Rihanna is going to be the halftime performer for the Super Bowl. I don't know who it was before, but I'm, I think I heard about it earlier, and I remember it being somebody whack that I that I that I completely wrote off wrote off in my head. And I was like, I guess I won't be paying attention to this Super Bowl at all, halftime <laughs> at all. Ooh, did he hold on? Did he get it? Oh, they, oh, you make the measure that one. Let's see where they gave him the spot at. Oh, no. I don't know. They gave him the first. Okay. They, they snapped that ball before it could be reviewed. Boy, don't you. <laughs> this game is getting. I'm telling you. This game has been spicy this whole entire day. Right? And it's been rough all I'm glad it's a close game, one, right? So, so that both teams still look competitive. But this is also one of those days I'm really glad I'm watching this game with no value. This is one of those days I'm really happy I don't have the commentators influencing on how I'm paying attention to this game with their own specific narrative or whatever narrative that they're coming in here with, whatever notes they're coming in with. It's just... Ooh... C.D. Lamb doing his best Des Bryant impersonation. 
You lucky they didn't call that a fumble. I was reaching for I was I, I was reaching for the for the hashtag. If yeah, if he had stretched out, he may have gotten that. But who knows what would have happened then? One yard, first and goal, one yard line. I'll let you know when they score the touchdown. <laughs> and they scored the touchdown. CD Lamb, a nice little one hander, a little toe tap, and Dak Prescott on the sideline, fully involved, headset on, cheering his team. Talking to teammates. Involved in plays. I don't understand. Remember from what we said about Derrick Rose earlier? I don't understand. Or maybe it's different for quarterbacks and basketball players. Or maybe it's different for football players and basketball players. Maybe it's different than quarterbacks and point guards. But I'm telling you, I've seen players in the NBA that's done this. So it could just be what Derrick Rose finds acceptable as a, as a leadership style. I can't say I fully agree with. Who was that? Carson Wentz? No, that's... Oh, never mind. Never mind. I, I forget who that is. I really forget what his name is, but I know who that is. That's not Carson Wentz. So speaking of winning, right? Speaking of winning, we're talking about Rihanna's going to do the halftime show. And like I said, I don't know who the halftime show is going to be for, but, but she's going to get it now. And again, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys realize this. This is the influence of having of, of of Jay-Z being involved with the NFL. That you very quickly saw or you saw the kind of buzz that the NF, that the halftime show announcement has gotten from the moment it was called. Speaking of Des Bryant, to now. And it and it gotten it's gotten no buzz. I'm telling you, like I saw it initially and I was like, who are these guys? I think I knew who they were, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, this doesn't move me. I'm not excited to see this. I, I don't even think it was like an iconic band in their genre or popular band in their genre. It was just, I could be talking up my ass because okay, I don't recognize them. I was, I was just like, yeah. But now you put Rihanna in there and you realize all of a sudden, like, there's a pop now. There's not just a pop. There's, there's a, there's a singer pop. There's, 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 there's a, Lingerie pop, it's a makeup pop. You understand that? You understand the different worlds that she draws in to bring eyes on her performing. It isn't just women who love the halftime show and they're there for the majority of that, right? But it isn't just women. It isn't just black people. It isn't just little girls. It isn't just islanders. It's People that love her lingerie. People that love her makeup. People that love her music. People that love her art. All of it. You understand? She she is dragging in at least bare minimum. I just don't mention seven different demographics. Of interest. Of clicks. Of, of likes. Of, of, of engagements. Every time. You understand? She said nothing. She literally held up a ball in her hand. And that damn near broke the internet. Immediately, everybody was like, oh shit, she's doing a halftime show. Everybody realized it. 
So listen again. You can see the you can see the you can see the influence that Jay Z has, right? Uh, and 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 being involved with the NFL that you see them get in music at least that would move popular culture, and I, and that's and that's the thing I think people uh, people are missing, right? Is that it's music that 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 moves all around popular culture. Rihanna is one of the biggest popular artists in the world. And I mentioned all of the products and the things that people will know her for. Well, those things have made her a billionaire. Yeah. I forget. Yeah, she's one of the billies in the world. So you, so you know, she ain't doing the halftime show for money. You know, the, you know whatever pay that they have, hey, it's over more money than you didn't have before. It could be they spending money for a night in New York, you know? But overall, like, she's winning. This decision means the NFL is winning. Jay-Z is winning. Like, it, like it, it, it keeps, it keeps, it keeps heat off of Roger Cadell. He's winning. As you can see now, Roger Cadell now in, in like, his second term, Right? That he's doing a lot of delegating. Like, you know what? You hire, you handle entertainment and shit. So I don't have to keep worrying about taking the hit when these halftime shows are bad. Here, you handle the punishment and shit. So I don't got to keep taking the hit every time that we got to discipline a player. Um, uh, I'm good. It may, the, it, it may be the wise thing to do as he sits up by, as more of a president you know, and an overseer. That he delegates all these, like he has little cabinets for all these little things. And let them run it. And he just kind of gives their stamp of approval. Yeah, I like that. Run it. The hoes gonna love this. Oh, speaking of, I can't wait to this art show coming up. I can't wait for this art show coming up. I have a fit for fits. I I have a fit to catch the eye, and, and I got a new pair of kicks. Well, like 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 coming. Woo. Y'all just wait. Y'all just wait. But what am I talking about? What am I talking about? This art show. I think you guys may have heard me heard me talk about this art show before. What we're talking about is in. Art We Lust 3, which is an immensive female-driven art showcase benefiting the National Breast Cancer Foundation, right? In Art We Lust 3 represents the talents of the local South Florida artists. You will be able to enjoy a night of live musicians, DJs, raffles, vendors, live body art, and more. Come meet some of South Florida's most brilliant creative minds and take home some beautiful work of all of art, all for a great cause, right? So if you guys are looking to get your tickets... You can go to thecenterscs.com, right? Use promo code ART22, and you'll be able to purchase yourself tickets before the show. Now, they're still having pre-sale. If I'm not mistaken, pre-sale tickets are still just a little bit under $25. But wait, I have more. The Mighty Sports Podcast. We're doing a raffle for this, right, folks? We are doing a raffle for this event as well. Yes, for In Art We Lust 3, we will also be doing a raffle. 
and we're going to be raffling away two tickets. When? What? What? What am I saying? Yes. Mighty Raffle Contest every Wednesday live from Sharky's. We'll be raffling off. We'll be collecting money to raffle off two tickets to In Art We Lust 3. In Art We Lust 3, as you can see, is on October 21st from 6 to... I think, I think it's from 6 to 11. I think I have way too many things up right now. Cut that off. There we go. When Art We Lust 3 is from 6 to 11, it's going to be a Coral Spring Center for the Arts. Now, what it is is that you have to be at Sharky's to play. So if you want to play, you have to be at Sharky's on Wednesday. Who's getting a new DJ coming there pretty soon? DJ Septa will be joining the Sharky's family on Wednesdays. So so that and, I, and that's my brother. You've heard me. You guys heard me talk about DJ Septa for years now. Right now he's he he's, he's, I think I think he's in Argentina right now doing a uh, doing um doing a show right now. Earlier this week he was um he was in Jersey. So let you so so hey hey the fact that Sharky's is getting DJ Septa is a is a is a really big thing. Right, not not just for D, not just for DJ Septa, but for Sharkies as well. We're gonna we're gonna have some some good live entertainment going on from ten to two p.m. or from ten p.m. to two a.m. There. So after the podcast is over, I am now gonna have a reason to hang out and chill a little bit longer. Damn, Thursdays are gonna be rough. <laughs> I need a job making fantasy football picks or something. So let's continue. Oh man. Where was I at? Where was I at? Okay, back in the contest. All right? So, yes, you have to get your tickets at Sharky's. At Sharky's, you have to part. You have to be at Sharky's to participate. But you don't have to be at Sharky's to win. All you have to do is play. Get yourself a raffle ticket. Put your information down. I'll make sure I reach out to you to get you your tickets. The drawing will be held live Wednesday, October 12th at Sharky's. And we will be recording it. So you will be able to hear. If you think like, oh man, it's rigged. You did this, you did that. You're going to see me shake up the little bottle. You're going to see me digging. I may not even do the digging myself. Like hopefully the day of the drawing, I also have the director of, of I also have, get the director of the show, of, of the, of, of the, of the event there as well. Hopefully. But hopefully we get, we get her tomorrow on the podcast. Right? And we'll talk about. I will tell you who she is in just a moment. So be there at Sharkies, right? You gotta, you gotta be there. To, you gotta be there to participate. You don't have to be there to win. You be able to hear. You be able to hear the the live. You be able to hear the winner live promptly at 10 p.m. on October 12th, and that's when we'll do the drawings for the winner. And then we will spend the rest of the next seven days trying to contact you so you can get your damn tickets. And that's if you're not there at Sharkies. So listen, best thing to do, be at Sharkies that day. But either way, it's gonna be a blast with the Mighty Sports Podcast when you see and when and when we go see this art show. And don't forget, if you want to buy your own tickets, you can listen thecenters.cs and or, or thecenterscs.com and use use the promo code Art Twenty Two. You'll be able to get the tickets yourself. Well, trust me, try to win, try to win. It'll, it'll be worth it because also we'll be. We'll, we'll we'll be we'll be giving a portion of the proceeds um over to the um to their breast cancer fund um, fundraising as well too, so proceeds will be getting um will be going to the breast cancer foundation as well to help them out with their fundraiser. Speaking of winning, 
Did you guys know that Floyd Mayweather is still fighting? Speaking of, don't don't ask me how that that statement helped remind me that I had a drink back there. Something completely different happened. But did you guys know that Flay, Flo, Flay, Floyd Mayweather was still fighting? Yes, folks. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is. You know, we last last week we talked about everybody that was scheduled to fight. I think we talked about who was on here. We had um, Errol Spence versus Bud Crawford, Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul, Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. We got Mike. We have Mike Evans versus Marshawn Lattimore. I think that rematch is coming up like December fifth, if I'm not mistaken, right? So December fifth is Marshawn. <laughs> Listen, I got that date circled too, right? Anderson Silva, Jake Paul, October 29th. So that's that's in, that's in three days. That's three days from now. Roman Reigns and Logan Paul, that's November 5th. Mike Evans and, and Marshawn Lattimore, that's December 5th, if I'm not mistaken. And then also, we have Floyd Mayweather having a fight in in, in Dubai, taking on Deji on November 3rd. Floyd Mayweather just had a fight in Japan. Right? His second fight in Japan. He just had a fight in Japan. And... Ooh, buy one Big Mac, get one for a dollar. Stop telling me stuff like this. I am in full fat boy mode right now. But, um, he just made $20 million to beat up some dude named Mercury Asakura, who apparently is supposed to be a respectable dude over there. I ain't get a chance to finish getting his numbers. Right, but this is supposed to be. Oh my God, this is even a better part. I told you twenty million dollars, right? It's an exhibition fight, so all these guys he's fighting is never gonna go. He's never gonna go against his record. I guess people now just want to pay it. Right, Mike Tyson, Jake Paul. Now you see Floyd Mayweather in there. They found a niche to still make money in exhibition fights. They found a place for it. Jake Paul never has to have a professional fight ever in his life. As long as he can find a way to... Damn, this game has got blown open quickly. As long as he can find a way to keep making money off of, off of, off of ex exhibition fights. Mike Tyson out here making money off exhibition fights. We saw Roy Jones Jr. exhibition fight. We saw Adrian Peterson take on Le'Veon Bell exhibition fights. Making money. It sounds like Conor McGregor may come into another, uh, may do another boxing match, another exhibition fight, maybe with Floyd Mayweather. Manny Pacquiao wants an invitation to make some some of this exhibition money because he just saw Floyd Mayweather get paid twenty million dollars to fight for two rounds, and the fight was scheduled for three. He got paid twenty million dollars for a scheduled three round exhibition fight in Japan. And then, what's this? In less than 45 days, he's going to have another fight in Dubai. And granted, he's not going to do it on the second round. In the first round, it was kind of lackluster. Dude caught a couple body blows on him, right? I think I think, I think think he touched Mayweather a couple times, right? Felt big about himself. Taunted him a little bit. Mayweather was like, oh, okay. You you trying? <laughs> he hit him with the great white hype shit. 
You know what I mean? Oh, you trying to embarrass me? Bloop. Right before the right before the end of the second round, he's knocked out. Can't get back out. Twenty million, easy. Another another authorized robbery. You turn like the you turn like the, like the goddamn pipe piper over here. You know what I mean? Like the real pipe piper. That's not how he's pipe piper anymore. Peter Pan, not Peter Pan. Robin Hood. There we go. Sorry, I said pipe piper. Next thing you know. I'm over here. Got the got the got the step song going on in my head, and Daniel Jones gets sacked, and things aren't looking good. Wait, that's not what we wanted. But he did twist him around and 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 throw him to the ground to get um to get that sack. Wait a minute, is that what that flag is about? It can't be. Is that to be hope? Personal foul. Face mask. Defense. Okay. He may... Number one, Kevin... He may have just gotten away with that, but... Listen, it was real close to another... Damn, Daniel! Ah, uh, yeah, there we go. He caught number 13 in the face mask on an eye, so he caught one of the receivers. It was, they got lucky. They really did. They got lucky on that one. Now... Funny thing, right? And, and we're probably gonna have to bring them back as a sponsor, <laughs> right? That his fights are on somebody that we used to have as a sponsor for the show. So we're not gonna talk about where you can find his fights at quite yet until we can guarantee that we bring them back as an affiliate, right? Now, Floyd Mayweather gets to do these exhibition fights, right? And, and it's a win, 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 win. At 45, he's still better than the average person, right? He's still better than the above average fighter. At this point in time, he doesn't even if he happens to get caught with a good punch, he doesn't have to worry about about it going on his record. And if he did get caught with a good punch, it will probably lead to a bigger payday for the rematch. And he's already making twenty million dollars to have three round fights. Imagine if they have to pay him for 12 rounds. God damn. Quick math. I just quadrupled them. I was like, all right now. Even though quadrupling, you know, is less than what it is. All right now. <laughs> that you know it's exactly what it is. So just imagine. Just imagine. So he's out there, he's out there having his fun. And, and then he's in Dubai. Probably being probably living and being treated like a king. He is winning on all fronts. Speaking of winning. Speaking of winning. Have you guys seen what Philly has been doing? We talked about all these other undefeated teams, right? And it looks like the Giants are not going to be one of those teams to remain undefeated after this game. They're gonna end up losing to their division rivalry, their division rival, the Cowboys, and both of these teams look like they're gonna be a have. They look like these both of these teams are gonna have a record of two and one, which is only gonna leave two undefeated teams in the league. That is the Philadelphia Eagles and the people from Florida, Miami, Florida. 
that well, Miami Gardens, Florida. Like you guys don't understand when they say the Miami Dolphins, right? They're just shortening it because they don't want to say the Miami Gardens Dolphins. But also, the reason why I don't make fun of them so much about what the hell are you doing, Daniel? Damn, Daniel! Like, what is going on over here? We got another flag on the play. I don't know if you guys know, but right now, Jalen Hurts is one is one is it has one has some of the best numbers in the league. S dot period dot Carter. This week alone, he was again one of the top five producers in the league. Thrown for over 340, thrown for exactly 340 yards, three touch and three touchdowns. Longest pass being for, oh, that was right there in front of my face this whole entire time. Right? Longest pass being for 45, but not just the 340 yards, right? In the 24 to 20, 24 to 8 blowout over the, over the Washington commodes. But there's also the passing rating of one twenty of of one twenty three point five, which led all quarterbacks last week. Better than Tom Brady. Better than Aaron Rodgers, who both played each other. And Tom Brady and Tom Brady threw his hissy fit again, which only could mean that he lost. And you know what he does when he throws a tantrum. This time the Giants make this kick. It's a one-possession game with about three minutes left. It looks like they may have hit the kicker. Let's see what happens here. How they call this? No call. That's how they call it. The only, the only two individuals he was behind last week in passing was Josh Allen, who had who had who put up four hundred yards, and then <laughs> our boy, famous Jameis Winston. And who had who had three hundred and fifty? Tons of wide, tons of quarterbacks put um um tons of quarterbacks put up over three hundred yards. You had Derek Carr, Kyler, Derek Carr with three hundred three, and Kyler Murray, Mac Jones, Mac Jones surprisingly, Geno Smith. Mac Jones was a top five producer uh, as as a quarterback last week, with with his three hundred twenty one yard performance and three interceptions and no touchdowns. That's the reason why New England ultimately end up losing that game, as Baltimore end up blowing them out, so they could continue their reign. Joe Flacco has been one of the better quarterbacks for the for the majority of the season. Last week, what didn't look so good. We may have lost, we may have lost Garrett Wilson for some time, depending on, depending on the kind of injury that he suffered in that game. He kind of left early and didn't see much action after that. Really destroyed Washington, twenty-four to twenty-eight. Utterly destroyed. Crumbled them. Now, this is a this was this was an interesting game because Philly did all of their scoring in the second quarter. All of the scoring they were going to need was done in the second quarter. It was basically four quarters of a blowout until Washington put up eight points in the fourth. This could have been a blowout. A, a complete zero. Shutout. That's what I meant to say. 
Jalen Hurts, 340 yards, three touchdowns. He runs for 20 yards on nine attempts. Nothing crazy there. No touchdowns there. But gets it to all of his receivers. Devontae Smith gets a touchdown. A.J. Brown gets a touchdown. Dallas Goldberg gets a touchdown. Devontae Smith, 169. God damn. 169 yards on his eight receptions. We saw some other key performers, too, from last week, right? A lot of the young guys... Uh, while you've seen some of these young guys starting to take turns, in a, in a way, it seems like. Right? In their breakout weeks. We saw Jared Wilson have his breakout week last week. This week, we would see guys like Chris Olave have their breakout. Nine receptions, 147 yards. No touchdowns, though, but nine receptions, 147 yards. Puts him in the top five for, 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 for wide receiver performers last week when it comes to yards. Yes, top five with 147. He was not number one. Marquise Brown saw himself a good night, 140 yards. We saw Devontae Parker put up 156. Mac Hollins, right from Las Vegas, he, he ended up put 158. And then Devontae Smith from Philly led all of them, that 169. Like, like, like he was the true winner of it all. And he had a touchdown in there. Let's see, how many multiple? It looked like a lot of guys had multiple. We, we were in witness of multiple touchdown wide receivers this week. A couple of them for when it came to uh, when it came to our our running backs. We saw Khalil Herbert with two touchdowns. Um, Khalil Herbert from Chicago. We saw Jamal Williams from from Detroit with two touchdowns. Hurt me because I had Swift and Swift didn't do much work and now he may be out injured. Jonathan Taylor was held in check. I don't know if he was held in check or or if Carson Wentz was held in check or whoever their quarterback is now. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought the kicker was in for <laughs> Chase. Is that his name? Chase Young? Chris Chase? Who's the quarterback right now for the for the Cowboys? But I feel like his name has a Chase in there. He's second and seven. So they're definitely not kicking this. I really thought it was the kicker in there. Whoever the quarterback is right now, I don't know why he looks like Carson Wentz from some angles. Right? 9-0 and versus the Giant with Dak Prescott. 0-1 without him since 2017. That is the Dallas Cowboys record when it comes to playing the Giants. And Ezekiel Elliott gets himself a first down as he breaks a 10-yard run. Not Ezekiel Elliott. Scott Pollard. My bad. I don't think his name is Scott. I think Scott Pollard is, 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 a, is a basketball player. Seriously. And I've been calling this guy Scott Pollard. All night. I really think Scott Pollard is a basketball player. Please forgive me. I know not what I say. That's what we read only? Interesting. Jalen Hurst is... Jalen Hurst every single week impresses me more and more. But you know what? Let's, let's give a big up to the Eagles organization because they did what most organizations don't do when they have a quarterback like Jalen Hurts. They don't fully complete building out the team around them. Right? And I find it odd, right? 
and, and I'm comparing it to the Michael Vicks, the Cam Newtons, and I'm missing one more. Lamar Jackson. Right? I compare it to teams like that, where it seems like you have that you allow yourself massive deficiencies because your guy is athletic, so you don't award him the same amount of protection or targets that lesser mobile quarterbacks would receive. And I've never heard a mobile quarterback say, man, look at that team with no protection. I could really cook if I had that kind of protection. No. You always hear them look at the teams that that guys have protection. Like, man, imagine what I could do if I had that kind of protection. Because you you could never get to them. Not only would they have all the time in the world, like the other, the lesser mobile quarterbacks would have, to pass the ball. Now, when that one guy breaks through, and that lesser mobile quarterback is normally able just to kind of like brush him off of his shoulder a little bit, these quarterbacks are able to take it for 15, 20, and 30. I'm just saying. Or these quarterbacks can really roll out and get that ball going on the move. So, Jalen Hurst, like I, I, he is looking as as impressive as as any as any quarterback can at this time. But also, like I said, big, big, big shout out to what his team has done to making sure that they build out the roster around him. Offensive line, wide receivers, running game, defense. Philadelphia Eagles have one of the mo- have one of the more complete teams in the league. Which is probably why they have been an early, my eye twitching. Which is probably why they've been an early favorite on this podcast. Remember, remember my co-host KJ, he got Philly and who was it? Philly and San Fran making the Super Bowl. I told you guys last week at Sharkies, a couple weeks ago at Sharkies, I had I had Philly and Baltimore. Now, understand. And I do have to add a disclaimer on this. When I pick teams like Philly and Baltimore to make it, right? That is understanding that the the true on favorites are Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Right? And this is on the... This is so... Even when I pick favorites like this, it's more about who do I believe is going to be... Is like The question to me is like, if you don't think that Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are going to make the Super Bowl, who would be the next two teams in line? That's how I decide. Like, <laughs> like so, because when you have two dominant favorites, it's like it's like asking the year, during the years of LeBron James on Cleveland and, 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 that, and when he was going up against Golden State for like four years straight, and people were asking, oh, who do you think is going to be the championship game? Well, Cleveland and Golden State. This is boring for four years. But, you would get the answers about other teams because it's more about, you know what? These are teams on the rise. And also, if, 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 if these guys don't make it, these would be the other teams that I think can. And I know I'm and I know I'm overlooking Buffalo as everybody has picked Buffalo, but that's the reason why I'm specifically not picking Buffalo. Because everybody has put Buffalo in their back pocket. I'm going to run with them dirty birds. Not the dirty birds. I'm going to run with them ravens. Never more. 
Like let, let's let, I want to see how they do it, and and they're starting and they're starting off good. Outside of outside of a fourth quarter collapse that allowed for one of the most miraculous comebacks in NFL history, right, to take place where where Tua got a tongue twister, came back and beat the Baltimore Ravens. We're talking about the Baltimore Ravens being three and zero, and, and possibly the Dolphins being one and two. I know you said, "Well, wait, they just beat the last team." Yeah, they don't beat Buffalo if they don't beat Baltimore. I I know it's odd to say, I know it's odd, to, but they don't have to me the confidence and that extra oomph, that extra bite, that 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 extra nasty, that extra spice to beat Buffalo. I I I know you're like, oh, how could you say that? Because because I can. And sometimes I like I like to think outside the box. I think my niece is finally starting to understand outside the box. I'll never forget the day I told her to think outside the box. And she was like, I don't want to think outside the box. It's safe in the box. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, you know what? You are right. It is safe in the box. But that's also what makes the box boring. You know what I mean? Like, at that level. Like, 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 when, like when you get to my age, you know what I mean? Like, listen, there's not too many, you know, I, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. This, like, that's a weird transition, basically, while I, while I was just involved in this conversation. Let's move, move on. So, like I said, we've so outside of outside of the outside of the Giants right now having their matchup, outside of the outside of Buffalo coming out to Miami and damn near catching Heastrow, man, it, it, it is it is it is it is very. I see ABC Seven popping up again. It, it is very interesting, right? How the Dolphin Stadium is set up. I never true. I never really noticed it until Tua told the whole entire world. Until Tua dry snitched on the architect. Oh, Daniel Jones steps up, throws one, gets the first down. Boy, he was almost caught back there on the two-yard line. Let's see. They are, the Giants are, are, are down by seven points. They're on the 20. Let's see if they can march themselves downfield, all two-minute drills, and get this and get this off. Ooh, that was a dangerous throw. That was almost picked off. Listen, it wasn't just, it wasn't just these games. Um, it wasn't just these games I mentioned that 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 had that that were big this week. We also had we also had like like the game of the bees, right? Tampa Bay versus Green Bay, you know, game of the bays, right? Like I guess I guess the old man bowl, the 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 matchup that I that that most people really wanted to see almost every single year in the playoffs. It's just that Aaron Rodgers would always get knocked out by one of these other fugazi guys. One year at San Francisco, another year is whoever, another year is this, and it is just regret after regrets after regrets after regrets. But they still they, they they still had a I don't want to say they had a good game. I, I picked Green Bay to win this game. Um, this game. You can see, right? Tampa Bay didn't have a lot of their weapons, and and you can see the frustration, add start to pile up, as his targets were diminished. Daniel Jones throws the ball that we thought he would. Damn, Daniel! You turned over the ball again, Daniel. 
Daniel Jones looking like primetime Daniel. Now, they may... Damn, somebody hurt themselves. Oh, no. Who was that? Sterling Shepard is down. Okay. I don't want to say that's good. I just thought it was Saquon. Uh, that's how I was like, oh, no. Now, this may have hit the ground. Let's see what happens in this in this review. Okay, we see... What the fuck? Nope. Wait. I don't know. That's going to be close. Wait. Did Daniel Jones... Wait. Was this a trick play? Was Daniel Jones out... Wait, Daniel Jones number 13, right? Was Daniel Jones out running a route? Okay, this is going to be close. Because it looks like it hit his hand and it bounced up. Okay. That may not have touched the ground. That may have hit his hand and bounced up. But... Okay. Yep, definitely hit his hand and bounced up. You can see it. There's no ground involved in that one. Sterling Shepard. Being, is he being carted off? His whole entire, all of his teammates are giving him high five. I don't know what happened there. But it looks like they tried to trick play. Look, I don't know if Sterling Shepard was the wide, was the quarterback on that play. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. But he threw an interception. And I'm still going to blame Daniel Jones for that interception. Because if Daniel Jones is, I am not a wide receiver. I'm a quarterback's ass. Doesn't slip on that route. That doesn't become an easy pick six. Because he was wide, he was about to be wide open. But it was gonna make his but that was funny. They were gonna make his quarterback take that hit. <laughs> Yo, they were setting Daniel Jones up for that hit. He was gonna earn every bit of whatever future money he may be get, he may be entitled to. Ooh. Almost forgot I had this here. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Sterling Shepard. Okay, Sterling Shepard is not the quarterback. He's just running. He's... Oh, damn! Sorry. Because when you... As I'm watching it, and I'm just seeing him run and just run normally. Wasn't running super fast. Started slowing down. And then all of a sudden, he's he's pulled like you see him snatch up that knee. See, his knee hurt, and he grabbed his knee or his leg. You didn't see his knee hurt, and him grab his head, because people do not instinctively grab other parts of their body first. When they have pain or a shock to a different part. No. You get a shock to your back, you grab your back. You arch your back. Now, after being down there for 10 seconds, you may think to yourself, oh my God, not again. This shit is over. The fuck? But you don't go down. Boom. Uh And then get up like, oh, it was my back. 
Yo, they really held him up like weekend at Bernie's. They 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 really had him there. Is there a fight going on now at the end of this game? Like it. Start swinging. Start swinging. Get rough. Come on. Get nasty. Get spicy. I want this rivalry to get intense. I wanted to go to Dallas and whoop that ass. And be disrespectful about it. They still, listen, they still, they still beefing. Number 53. Watch. I, let me see if number 53 ends, ends up hitting somebody. I still see him jaw-jacking the most. They, now nah, they pulling him back. They pulling 53 back. CD Lamb already got his phone. Now you see, now you're starting to see some play, some players from both sides starting to talk peacefully and, and shake it out. Danny Jones looked like an upset um, vacuum salesman. Why does he look like a vacuum salesman? Like, well, sh well shucks, man. Like, all I can say that the sucking power on this one will, will, will be something even your husband will enjoy. <laughs> oh man. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this Green Bay match. Green Bay improves to two and one, and Tampa Bay falls to two and one, right? Tampa Bay. Just, he doesn't. Um, this is one of those games that Tampa, Tampa Bay just really didn't have a lot, any enough weapons. That's that was the key determining factor of me picking against Tampa and me picking against Tom Brady. He just didn't have weapons. We know about the. We know about the suspension that 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 that. Mike Evans was was serving because of his fight with Marshawn Lattimore, right? That's the reason why we want to see another rematch because of because of the incident. Every time they see each other on site, they, they, they just need one little thing. Like, let's say they're standing beside each other, and the wind blows really hard, but it happens to go into one of their ear, and they will think if the other person's in the area, they're gonna think that person tried to tickle their ear, and next you know they're throwing fists. It's on site when it comes to those two. It's good. It's almost like Rick. Richard Sherman and, and, and Robert Crabtree. It's like, when they play each other, you want to see it. I just wish that Kenny Lattimore, Kenny Lattimore, <laughs> Marshall Lattimore was out here snatching his chain up. Like, mm, give me that. Mm. Like, that's the only thing I wish they were doing. Was I wish they were still snatching chains. You remember? <laughs> oh, my God. I know it wasn't good faith, but... The, the 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 only thing that you could have done, which would have been slightly less worse, which probably would have got you talked talked about a little bit, right? But it would have been less worse because it didn't change the results, right? Would have been if Michael Crabtree didn't wear his chain that one time when he played against um Hakeem Talib or Talib Kali. I always forget his, his how his name is. Because, remember, they had an incident before then where he had snatched his chain, I think, twice before then, right? Reached up, yank, snatched it. Yo, yo, I got his chain. A after after intercepting a ball that's supposed to go to him, or after making a good tackle or a good breakup, got in the scrubbing and snatched his chain. Disrespectful, right? Well, during their third encounter, Michael Crabtree decides that, you know what? I'm not going to give him the opportunity to snatch my chain again. I am going to tape it to my chest so that it was not hanging out so that he can't snatch it. But what he failed to realize 
If somebody's looking to snatch your chain, they're looking to, they're searching to snatch your chain. Just because it's out here don't mean anything. They go by the neck. So he saw, so next thing you know, it happens. They match up against each other. And he catches him. Again. Rah, snatches his chain. And I know that Talib wasn't the one that said, this is what happens when you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree. But this is just how they chose, how they treated Crabtree. Those those receivers like that, those 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 backs that was disrespectful like that, and, and, and about that life, right? About just getting in opponents' heads. When they snatched it for the third time, and he and, he, and then he was after yo, this motherfucker tried tried taping it to his chest. I even got his ears and everything. That made it worse. You were better off leaving your chain in your bag, like yo. I'm not going to let him break another chain of mine. I'm not going to let him go get away with it. Because he's basically robbing you for your chain every football game. He ain't just snatching your rope. Your rope and He's robbing you for your chain. It's a different on-site kind of people. Like, yo, you know what? I know every time I see this herb, he got a new, he got, he got a new piece of jewel that I like. Let me snatch it up real quick. You were better just leaving it at home. But now you're going to tape it to your chest. Not only did you get your chain snatched for a third time, but now now you got your now you now you got your now you got your little bit of chest hair snatched along with it, along with whatever skin grafts. <laughs> like, he literally like you understand. Before he was just snatching your soul, now he's actually snatching body parts. Did he, did he, so like that's the kind of on-sightness that that's happening here in in, in with, with Tampa Bay. So. Because of that incident, right, with Mike Evans, I know you guys forgot, like, oh my God, that's right, that's what we're talking about. Because of that incident with Mike Evans, right, and, and, and Marshawn Lattimore, Mike Evans was out for this game. But it wasn't just Mike Evans out for this game. Um, Chris Godwin was also out for this game. Um, 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 there was another, there's another wide receiver, Julio Jones? Was Julio Jones on this team? I think so. Julio Jones is also out for the team. So basically, his whole entire receiving core is Gage, Brait, Perryman, Fournette, Darden, Kyle Rudolph, Cole Beasley, Scott Miller. Listen, you may recognize names like Cole Beasley and Brashad Perryman. That's about it. Maybe Russell Gage. Obviously, Leonard Fournette. But you understand, like, he doesn't have his big producers like he normally does. So... I was I was I was skeptical coming into this game about Tampa Bay winning on top of my my natural hatred for Tom Brady. Green Bay didn't make it look good. Like let's not let's not act like let's not act like they did anything spectacular. They both had about the same amount of yards, two seventy one for Tom Brady, I think two fifty five for what's his name? Aaron Rodgers. There we go. Two touchdowns, one interception as well. No receiver had over 60 yards on his team. He had 57 for Cobb, Lazard for 45, Tanya for 37, Davis for 26. This is the kind of thing I saw gets frustrated with guys like Aaron Rodgers. Having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback is a good thing when it comes to fantasy football. Having Aaron Rodgers wide receivers as your... <laughs> that's where things get tricky. And obviously, he hasn't found his go-to guy quite yet. I feel like... I feel like not only is Tom, not only is Aaron Rodgers trying to figure out who his next go-to guy is, I feel like 
all of the other, the rest of the NFL is from a defense standpoint, but also all fantasy football owners. We're all trying to figure out who's going to be his next weapon that he's going to force 15 attempts to and have that guy cook. Because the moment he finds those sets of reliable hands, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You know it's not a wrap so far? The incarceration of Brittany Griner. That is still going on. 221 days strong. They have incarcerated one of, one of us America one of America's greatest athletes. One of America's great athletes. Right, let's 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 phrase it that way, so I don't get so much controversy from you knuckleheads. Right. But one of America's great athletes, Brittany Griner, is, is is still incarcerated. In case you guys may not know, Brittany Griner is an NBA, WNBA champion, eight-time All-Star, two-time scoring leader, eight-time block leader, four-time NBA first team, three-time NBA second team, three-time NBA first team All-Defense, three-time NBA first team um, second team All-Defense. She's been, I forgot how many times she's been defensive player of the year. Did I have that written? No, I don't have that written now yet. But we're talking about a lady that's been defensive player of the year, peak performer of the year. She was she was the most outstanding player in college. She was the high school player of the year. She's been basically a baller at every single level. And yeah, she has currently been incarcerated in Russia for the last 221 days as they tried to leverage her so that they can try to free one of their arms dealers. And a lot of these people try to say a lot of other shit behind it, but that's technically all it's about. They want to free one of their arms dealers, so they are holding one of our Americans hostage. It's as simple as that. See, what I always have to remind people, right? That I always feel I always feel kind of otherwise about how she may have felt about the national anthem thing. One is just a song. Get over it. But two, it's still almost like having a family, right? You're, as, as siblings, you're allowed to fight amongst each other as much as you want and disagree and butt heads as much as you want. The moment from somebody outside the home fucks with you, you all band together and you fuck that person up. That's how this should be looked at. We get it internally. They may, she may have said some stuff that you may disagree with. It's okay, everybody has an opinion. It's the reason why not only were we all born with an opinion and we're all born with an asshole, it's also the reason why it's why, why it was also in, in, in the goddamn laws of this country and what part of the things that make this country so so great is that you can utilize it however you like. You can you, you can use that to talk about the good stuff about this country, or you could talk about or you could talk about the injustices of this country. It's not like there are injustices to talk about. You know, some people will disagree just because those those injustices that this country has partaken in or, or has been witness to just didn't hasn't affect you or, or your people so much so that you're like, you know what? I don't agree with what she said, but was she wrong? Because sometimes people agree with things that people say and the, what the person was saying was right. You just disagree because you're just a disagreeable turd sometimes. And we all like to like to disagree to be a disagreeable turd sometimes. You know, you know, you call it. Like, let's 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 flip the words. Make argument for argument's sake. <laughs> like we all do that sometimes. But like I said, let, let let us let us let us let us argue internally and not let outside for not set outside forces right hold our hold hold our people hostage right so that they so that they so that they can leverage 
freeing some of their criminals. That's what they want to do is free one of their criminals. World criminals. One of their criminals that, that, have, that have committed crimes against the world. But yeah, that's who we're saying. Okay, it's okay that she is locked up. What I'm saying, I said if you ever, if you're, if you're ever really and truly wishing and praying on somebody else's demise and downfall, or or bad happenings, just because you kind of disagree with them, harm up for something they did harmlessly, you may want to check your energy. Two hundred twenty-one days, Brittany Griner has been incarcerated wrongfully incarcerated so that because Russia wants to use her to le so that he can leverage one of their arms dealers home let's let, if, if let's again for everybody that that can do this go ahead and just continue to keep on your thoughts and prayers so that hopefully that she can return home safely at this point I don't think a fast I think is is, is 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 beyond the realm of possibility she's already spent more times than most soldiers spent deployed in one session let's just hope that she that she returns home safely and at this point in time, with as, with as little physical and emotional damage as possible. We're coming down to the end of the show, folks. Don't forget to like, share, and follow right, the podcast. If you're listening now, like. I mean, if you're sorry, if you're listening now, take, the take this opportunity to share the podcast. Don't be stingy. Take the opportunity and share the podcast. Right? Share with, with others with what you find interesting, like you do everything else. If you haven't, if you're listening, you haven't, if you haven't followed the page as of yet, if you haven't liked this episode, you like and make sure you also subscribe as well. That way you hear the bing bong every time that we go on. This is always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast, and I'm really grateful that you spent this time, whatever portion of time that you spent listening to me talk about your favorite sports topics. I want to leave you with a little bit of wisdom for today, but I, I, it kind of slips in my mind. But you know what? I think I have one for you guys as, as we get ready to leave here, right? Just remember that life's a bitch and then you die. That's why we get high, because you never know when you're going to go. This is Talon, El Idolo. Deportivo Taylor of the Mighty Sports Podcast and we are out of here.